Here's to the great American settlers. The millions of you who settled for unsatisfying jobs because they pay the bills. Of course, there is something else you could do if you got something to say. Start a podcast with Spreaker from iHeart and unleash your creative freedom. Maybe even earn enough money to one day tell your old boss, Hey, I'm no settler. I'm an explorer. Spreaker.com. S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. Hustle on over today. With the new Chevy Silverado, you might be driving in this. But with the Silverado's redesigned interior and large infotainment screens, it'll feel more like this. Introducing the new 2022 Chevy Silverado. Find new upgrades. Find new roads. Chevrolet. Views and opinions expressed are those of the panelists and do not reflect in any way those of the podcast partners, sponsors, or affiliates. Enjoy. Hi, this is Michael Buffer, and you're listening to the voice of the people. Let's get ready for Boxing Voice. Fighters is the name. I don't think I stuttered once. We come in for the game. Find out in the coming months. Think we ain't legit? Then ain't no need to cover up. But don't be surprised when we hit like a money made sucker punch. These claim they wreck and let them know that they got far to go. Got these rappers sweating like they running low on cardio. I got the hardest flow. Y'all flow like soft directions. We ain't even trying to fight. It's just a sparring session. My crew finna let loose and no truce to keep your ass safe from us. Got news for the obtuse. No excuse. The truth is we lacing up. Gloves ain't a glove. Push come to shove. They say it's a break and break it and fair. Now that's what I call a straight paper cut. Let's go round for round. We can have it out. We pound for pound. Pacquiao. Y'all gon' run the game. Y'all some damn liars. Lace up your boots. Here come the prize fighters. From Sissy to Emporter, we wild time like heavyweights. Heavy handed, gifted with these hands in the ring. Get when we out, we chillin' with senioritas on date night. Getting fair tortillas to fuck you, Dante Dales. Classes with the baddest and baddest of men with bad intentions. Spazzing like a jump jack, flashing major titles. Looking at the undisputed, be explosive. The real live shit, live wires, the prize fighters. Money made in Sony Woods like the Twitch goes. The era of boxing bars is ours. Appreciation night, TVV stars, immersion stars in your outburst. With these loaded hands, with the mic stand like a loaded gun at a good range. Let's believe I go pow, marvelous hit man. to another Monday morning edition of the Boxing Voice Radio. I am your host, Nesta Gibbs, and we on fire around here, man. Monday is Friday for us, man. We're here to talk pound for pound. Who's the king? Who is number one? Who's number two? Listen, the rankings have been updated, and it's time to debate. Francis, Canada, what up? Drake, what up? Tory Lanez, what up? What's going on, baby? What's going on? What's up? What's up? What's up? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, TBV. Good morning. 
Yeah, man. This is this is definitely our Friday, and it's time. It is time to crown the young champ rightfully where he belongs. What's happening, Nestor? Chilling. I did Jersey. Yo, chilling, man. It's brick out here already, man. Ready to go. <laughs> Ready to go. I'm telling you, dog. But uh, yo, man. So 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 they already updated the rankings. That's the word, right? Yep. Where, 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 where they got the young king? They got the young king at number three. At three. Who they got in right. front of him? They got Canelo, number one. Oh. Tyson Fury, number two. Oh. They got Tio, number three. And they got Earl, number four. Oh. Where Crawford? I think Crawford's like number six. I'm going to look at it right. Nah, yeah. get out of here, man. I bet. Nah. Let me let me let me see. That's the link I sent you, huh? No, that, that's the link I sent you. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. From last night. Yeah, it hasn't changed. Okay, okay, okay. Damn. Um, Supermax put the pound for pound. Shout out to Supermax in the pre-pro. He put the pound for pound rankings from BoxRack up in there. And uh, let's see where they got the young king here on this one. Let's see. Let's see. Yeah, good morning, good morning. We here now. Uh, Let me see if I can screen share this and it's going to look right, though. Okay, we can do that. Uh, Damn, is he even here or am I... I, Okay, Tiffimo 11 on box rack. He's 11 on box rack. They still got Canelito number one and Tyson Fury number two. So that's the one thing that we can say that's universal, right? Like... You just said they got Canelo. What rankings were you reading? Oh, Terrence is number nine. World Boxing News. Okay. Number nine. So you reading World Boxing and they have Canelo number one and Tyson number two. Number and, two. But they got Tio number three. And BoxRec Earl is number three. Gennady number four. Wilder number five. Crawford number six. And they got, uh, sorry, they got Nayana Inoue number four in World Boxing News and Earl number five. And uh, for those that weren't looking... They have booted Lomachenko out of the top 25 pound for pound on BoxRec. He's not even on the top 25 after that loss. Can you believe it? Can you believe it? He's Serious, not even man. top 25 on BoxRec's list now. Crazy. Wow. Yo, how the mighty could fall in a day. <gasps> Yo, listen. Boxing, can you share, man. Can you share that one? The, the world boxing scene one with the people? Oh, I did. Oh, the boxing, oh, the World Boxing yeah. News one? Yeah, yeah. Sure, 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 sure. The same link, right? Yeah, the same link, yeah. All uh, right, I'm going to go look for that because I don't see it. <laughs> okay, here we go. Let me uh, get the Skype machine going. By the way, guys, 1425-569-5241. Press 1 one time. Voice your opinion right here on the Voice of the People hotline. We're talking pound for pound rankings we're going to screen share world boxing news who has canelito at number one in the light heavyweight position so they're definitely ranking him off his last fight as well tyson fury at number two tiafimo lopez at number three and here's where i, I i'm shocked a new way at number four when his biggest win is nonito denoyer that Rigandale destroyed and then somebody else destroyed after that. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, who else got the big win over Nonito? 
Uh, man, I can't even remember right now, but we know No Need the Loss a few times before Inoue got to him, so I don't even know how he's at number four, but I get it. I get it. Earl, number five. Manny, number six. When it's, That's crazy. Manny beat the undefeated, uh, you know, once unified Keith Thurman. I'm just like, where's the love, right? Um, Vasil, still at number seven, even after the loss. And Gennady, number eight. Terrence Crawford, number nine. Alexander Usyk, number 10. You can see uh, Leo is number 12. And Juan Estrada, 11. Mikey Garcia, 13. So, you know, the rest, it is what it is at this point. They got to do a little bit more to be mentioned. We got a super chat from Supermex. And uh, he says, let's create our own pound for pound on Patreon with polls. Great suggestion, champ. We can definitely do that. Yo, champ. Holla. He had lost to Nicholas Walters by KO, six round of the there 12. There you go. So, so not only did Rigandow beat him, Walters beat him. Then in his 30s, he loses weight, goes back down, fights uh, Inoue, and they got Inoue number four over Crawford and Earl. They bugging right now. And then he lost to Frampton on a 12-round decision, know, too. Jesse crazy. Magadeno. And then Jesse beat Nonito, too? Yes, he did. Oh, man. They wilding for sure. And he did that before Inoue. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Oh, man. They wilding. Yeah, World Boxing News loved them some Inoue then. Oh, yeah. He's the... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's the highly touted. He's the next... He's the big... He's the next thing coming across. They can't wait for him to make that ESPN debut, man. Right, he the next Trust... Chocolatito, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Come on, man. But yeah, man, I, I don't really understand how. First of all, I don't rank heavyweights in pound for pound list because I mean heavyweights to me are the ultimate. So Deontay Wilder, Tyson Fury, AJ, all those guys who are in heavyweight, I can't put them in the pound for pound list um, because it speaks for itself, in my personal opinion. Um, also, um, Teofimo beat the man who I would say on seventy percent of everybody list he was ranked number one pound for pound. So my understanding is this, Ness. Let me ask you a simple question, and for the people out there, okay, just 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 bear with me a second. If if I'm the number one pound for pound spelling bee champion in the world, and you challenge me and beat me, don't you become the number one? That that's how I like to believe it should work, and that's what I you know preach around here. But it doesn't look like it works that way. It doesn't look like if if I beat you, I take your position. It's like if I beat you, now people can re rank me and decide where they want to put me. But I think that's unfair. I think if I beat you, I should take your spot. Uh, but we got another one from Big Supermax Plainview, Texas. It says, Bud fans will say it's fake. Laugh out loud. Number nine, pound for pound. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, look, there's a lot of people that's not going to be happy with this list. Like, I'm not happy with a new way being there. Um, and that's really it. I mean, everybody else is decent. I mean, I can't get mad at Canelo being number one. I can't be mad at Tyson Fury. You know, if you rank in heavyweights... Fury Fury has two gigantic, significant wins, man. Like, his wins changed the division two times, you know? So, he, I, I can see that there. But I can see the argument for people like you that's like, yo, how you ranking heavyweights? That's only one division. They got the power already. I get you. You know, Tio, you know, number three. I don't know that I love that, but because... 
of who they got above him, I can't argue with that. Right. You know what I mean? I, I know, but, but think about it. And if you think about it, like, and it's hard for me to make this debate because of who Canelo is. But if we really go back and look at it, who was ranked number one pound for pound that Canelo beat on his resume? Or even close to at, at the time when he beat them? That's also the argument, I mean, too, right? I mean, I mean. He was close to Floyd. Floyd was pound for pound. But honestly, he got, honestly I, don't have, I don't have like an article that's going to tell us. I'm sure someone could find some article that says today Gennady Golovkin is ranked blank on the pound for pound list and Canelo is going to be facing him in a unification at middleweight. But I'm sure at the time that Gennady and Canelo fought the first time, Gennady was highly ranked on the pound for pound. Mm. I'm sure. You know, I'm sure somebody will find it, even if he's top, he had to be top five at least. Right? I mean, who else could have been above him? What year was that? That first fight. And, and, and as long as Floyd wasn't fighting, then, you know, who's really... First fight with Gennady? Yeah. As long as Floyd wasn't fighting, then who's really in front of Gennady at that time, you know? Uh, arguably... Let's see, uh, Pacquiao could have been in front of him, possibly. You know, Crawford probably could have probably still been in front of him. Uh, maybe even Loma. But then then you still got two slots, and, and that's what I'm saying. He had to have been in there somewhere in that first and second fight. I know I know. Super Megs know. Super Megs, don't even waste a super chat on that. Let us know. Boxing Expert, what's up? Yo, my mods, yo, lay off a Boxing Expert, man. Let's stop with the timing out, please. Give me a screenshot of what is it that he's saying, because y'all tripping, man. Uh, you know, and, and we got to focus on shows, not debating on craziness. But anyway, he got a super chat, and he says, where's La Gata on the pound-for-pound pound list? Laugh out loud. And uh, you, obviously, whoever doesn't know boxing expert, La Gata to him is Charlo. Charlo calls himself the lion. La Gata in Spanish and translated to English means the cat. So you know cats, lions, you get it. Bam. He's not on these lists. Where is he on box rec? Let me see. Is he on box racks with that Dervinchenko win? Let me see. Nope. Nope. But if he get that, if he get that, if he gets that, uh, oh, Jamal is there, champ. Where he's yeah. at? He's 16 on the list, pound for pound on box rack. Jamal's 16. Jamal's not there, though. Jamel nope. should be there with that win, right? See, this is sure. what I'm saying. It's so crazy and so subjective, these these boxing pound-for-pound pound lists, man. Like, how is Jamel not there? Subjection, man. No, so uh, let's see. We got another one here from Alexander Wilson, um, and he says... In college football, if you beat the number one team, a lot of the times that team that beat them doesn't become number one. Uh, Francis, I got to go to you, champ. I don't know about um, football. A lot of the times, what? Say that again? Uh, Super chat from Alexander Wilson is, uh, in college football, if you beat the number one, a lot of the times... That team that beat them doesn't become number one. 
I don't know nothing no, about. No, they sport. don't. They don't become number one. But what they do is they get a they get a position to challenge for a national championship. That is their number one position. Mm. So it's almost like if um, Tio was to beat somebody else and he'd get a shot at uh, at Loma being the number one. Based on how the college football system, how they do their rankings, they don't automatically change the rankings. They change your rankings based on, based on the amount of wins you have. Damn. Oh. Yo. Yo, I love my pre-pro, man. Shout out to everybody that becomes a mastermind and a pound for pound and is in I that pre-pro that helping us, you know, kill it, <laughs> man. Together as a community, we, we make this show great for each other. Uh, in the pre-pro mastermind, uh, Supermex founded in 2017 after Gennady Golovkin beat Daniel Jacobs. He was ranked number one. Number one. So yeah. don't even don't even try to play Canelito when they tell you he's number one. He beat the number one. So chill, Chizzy. Um, but but you don't always gotta beat the guy. But that's what I'm saying. When those rare times occur, that two people on the actual list get to fight each other, that's moving mountains, man. We got to pay attention because there's no more hypotheticals. There's no more, oh, well, if he was in this way, then he was in that. Nah, now it's like these two are on the list. They're getting to fight each other, and we're getting to see what's really good. So, um, you know, I, I I love what took place. Uh, so, yeah, man, let's see who else is on that list. So, Again, we gave you the top 10. We're going to give you those top 10 again for 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 um, World Boxing News because they're the only ones yes. updated. I checked Ring TV. They did not update theirs. They still not got yet, Lomachenko no. as champion. I think somebody's a little bit mad. But on <laughs> World Boxing News, and I'll screen share this, we got uh, Canelo Alvarez as number one, Tyson Fury number two, uh, Teofimo Lopez number three, Anue, the monster, number four. Earl Spence, the truth, number five. Manny five. Pacquiao, Pac-Man, six. Vasil Lomachenko, the Matrix. And Gennady at eight. Vasil was seven. Uh, Terrence, nine. Terrence Bud Crawford. And Alexander Usyk, number ten. That is your pound-for-pound pound list for uh, World Boxing News. Now, on BoxRec, which is a point system... They have Saul Canelo Alvarez, number one, Tyson Fury, number two. And I'll pause there and just say, interesting to note that those one and twos are similar or rather identical to World Boxing News. Earl Spence, number three, and that's the glitch for them, right? They have uh, Tiafimo on number three with, with World Boxing News. And then they got Gennady, which I don't agree with. Deontay, I do. Uh, Terrence, obviously. Joshua, obviously. Pacquiao. Alexander Povetkin, Sergey Kovalev, Canelo's win, still there at number 10. Meanwhile, people like to say Kovalev Yo, was Ness, done. I'm hurt, man. What up, what up, what up? I'm, I'm hurt, man. What's I'm going hurt. On? What they ain't do I, for you? I, I can't believe, man. After the young fella put on a great boxing class mm -hmm. and beat the, 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 the quote unquote pound for pound king. They still got him above Terrence Crawford on the pound for pound list. What? Uh, what do you mean? What after the Young King beat who? What? 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 Lomachenko is ranked number seven on the pound for pound list. Oh yeah. Terrence is number nine. Oh, and what you talking about? Box rack? In, in World Boxing News. In Box rack, man. If you look at it, Vasil yeah. is damn. He oh he out the twenty five on. 
Hey, he box out the 25 on box rate. Uh, oh, you saying that World Boxing News got Terrence ranked under Vasil even after losing? Even after a loss, man. But Come it's, on, it's man. The, it's, the, it's the fact that he's been in with bigger names, Vasil, man. He got the bigger names under his belt. You know what I mean? Yo, this is it's hurtful, man. Bruh, Yo, they I mean, they wasting his that's talent, what I'm man. Saying. That's what I'm saying. Fifteen fights and he got uh Orlando Salido, Gary Russell, um Mariaga, Beldraza, Linares. Now Tiafimo, like that's that's crazy for uh sixteen fights, right? Luke Campbell, who we just discussed on yesterday evening show, it's mm-hmm. an even fight in, in, in one betting site. And on the other, Ryan is only a, a minus 110. So that's still legitimately an even fight. So Campbell, even after two losses, still ranked highly. Um, you know, he beat Corolla, which some UK fans, I guess, would give him some decent credit for that. I, I don't put too much stock into that. But, uh, you know, the Pedraza win is good, who's a two-time champion now. Uh, Linares' win is decent. Obviously, Rigondeaux win is big, you know. Uh, Sosa was a champion. I mean, you know, Roman Martinez, then he dropped Mikey. Yeah. So, you know, uh, he got a lot of names for 16 fights. There's just nothing you can say about it. Whether whether you are like me and you believe that those names were placed with uh, in front of him in perfect times and situations, it's yep. kind of it's kind of the same argument that we have about Canelo, right? Some people don't like Canelo's resume and say that he was strategic, and I believe the top rank was strategic with Loma, but none of that matters. What matters is that you can't really find another dude, and if you could. You know, you're a great boxing fan, and thank you for being part of the community and helping us. But who else got 16 fights with these level of names on their resume, man? Like, this is this is entertainment. This is real entertainment. When you fight wow. in, you know, every fight is is a name. That's in, that's real entertainment. You know what I mean? So, um, I can see the argument for why they got him ranked above Terrence Buck Crawford is all I'm saying. In that role, man, he got a lot of, like, Names back to back. They might not be big names, but they're names back to back to back to back. And he he's put on tremendous performance against them all. That's why I think this win Tiofimo is even greater, man. Because he, let me see, his last like let me see one, two, three, four, five, six or seven opponents. He retired them on the stool, man. You hear me? Excuse me. I said he retired them on the stool. His last six or seven opponents. Yeah, I that mean, look, names. And, look and, <laughs> and look, that's why, you know, the torch should be passed to the person that beat his, ah, you know? Convincingly, too. Word. Convincingly. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, shout out to the Pound for Pound list um, for, hopefully they get it right, man. You guys got, like, another week or two to get it right, because this kid really needs to be number one, at least number two Pound for Pound in the world, man. We talking about 22 years old. He stepped up. I did the unthinkable, man. But, but what I about the what about the resume argument? What about if people were like, "Yo," but however you wash it up, I mean, he only got Comey and Vasil. Yeah, but let it reset. Let it reset after everybody's next fights. You understand what I'm saying? For this, for this, you gotta give him like he the champ right now. So you gotta give him his due. You feel what I'm saying? Like if like put it like this: 
if if Jamel had beaten somebody of a bigger name than Rosario to get the three belts, he definitely needs to be in the top five pound for pound. And, and, and that's kind of how I look at it. Like, right? was Wilder as accomplished as Vasil, right? There was a faction of people out here saying that Wilder didn't have a an extensive resume. So is Tyson Fury's win over Wilder worth putting him above Tio? You know, is Canelo's win over Kovalev bigger than Tio's win over Vasil? And that's how I'm looking at it. Like, who got a greater win than Tio? You know, that's a big win, man. A three-time champion. Three-time champion in 16 fights, 15 fights. That's a big, 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 big win, man. It's a big Two-time win. Olympic gold medalist. Only one, only lost one time after close to 400 or over 400 amateur fights? Come Listen, on, man. It's so big that Salido basically retired off the win, bro. He tried to milk that rematch, man. I don't know. It's a big win to me. But I guess people could also water it down and say, look, how, how are you going to rank T.O. number one or above guys like Canelo, Tyson Fury, Crawford, Earl, when... Vasil had already lost. He had already lost. You know, he had, like, it. we seen him lose. Well, so, listen, let me tell you something. Not to cut you. Let me tell you something. What PBC is doing the top rank whenever they bring bring up the welterweight champions in the world and they leave him off the list on TV is the same thing that top rank is doing to that loss of Lomachenko. They leave it off the record every time they bring it up. He was supposed to be an undefeated fighter. Now, non-casual fans knew that he had a loss. But if you didn't know boxing like that and you just started following, you would have no idea that Lomachenko had a loss. They build him up like the man. Never lost. How many wins? So I definitely feel like, yeah, he got it. He got it. Yo, Tio got to get his credit, man. Tio got to get his credit. I'm, yo, I'm excited, man. I'm excited, man, because you can tell this is the new age in boxing, man. The torch has been passed. And it's going to continue going, man. 2020 has been a, an up and down year, but we've seen some some upsets in 2020 already. And we still got more to go, you know? Definitely, man. So uh, we're scheduled to have Freddie Kawit on the show from the UK. Uh, I'm just getting in touch with Mitty to see when is Freddie jumping on. I think he's scheduled for three minutes from now. Um, Listen, man, public service announcement. While Nelson is sorting out what he's got, public service announcement. Thank you very much for joining TBV in the morning. Every morning, and I'm saying Monday to Friday, do us a favor and go ahead and smash that thumbs up button. It definitely helps with the visibility of the show. It don't cost you nothing. Also, go ahead and smash the subscribe button. You know what I'm saying? It helps us grow and get to the level that we're trying to get to to give you better content. Smash that like button, subscribe button. It's TBV. Well, in the meantime, we're going to go out. Oh, okay. He's Mitty's connecting them. Uh, we're going to open up the phone lines in the meantime. You know the number to call in. We're looking for where you believe these fighters should be ranked. You know, we've given you the two most recently updated pound-for-pound lists. If you find another one out there, please uh, interject it into the show. No need to super chat for us. Send it to us, and we will definitely... Um, you know, yeah. bring it up, bring it up. Let's get to the callers. Check your pre-pro. Yes, sir. Uh, so, 
Let me play this and get this thing going with. I'm sorry, I'm just trying to handle this MIDI thing in the background. Hey, you gotta play I'm a champ, man. Oh, we going with champ? Uh-oh. Yeah, we gonna, have, we gonna have some jealous rappers out here, man. I'm a champ getting mad radio spins, bruh. Oh, so now that's officially T.O.'s song, you saying? Yeah, that's his song. I'm <laughs> Yo, that song fire. <laughs> Feeling like Mayweather. They calling me a prospect, but I know I'm way better. Moving up, man, I'm too big for you featherweights. And out the rain, niggas violate. We demonstrate the city full of them bright lights. I'm always ready on fight night. Speed bagging and pad work. Running miles to my calf hurts. They ask about the place that I grew up. Chickety check, man, I'm fresh out the sewer. Swinging like Wilder, switching my doula. Had to make something out of my newer. Niggas high balling, way out the budget. Can't get a fight, competition keep ducking. Forcing me to move up and wait. Put me in the ring with the champ, knock him out, it ain't nothing. We used to get our food with them stamps. Out here running miles when I cram. I'm working hard, put that on guard. I live my life like a champ, yeah. Five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to youtube.com slash the boxing voice for the latest and greatest interviews with your favorite fighters. Going out to 2016. Right? No, 17. Call of the year. Call of the year. Just like the king is what I mean. I mean, the king is what I mean. I mean. I mean, yo, yo, call of the year, call of the year. We got boomerangs, ringers, and pound for pounds in here. Yo, yes, what's my man name that did that song? Uh, what you mean? Oh, the, 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 the champion song? Yeah, yeah. Justo Mathis. 
Yo, me, Roughhouse, and Justo Mathis. I'm going to issue a challenge. Me, Roughhouse, and Justo Mathis. I bet you we can write a fight from the perspective of both fighters and the referee. I think that would be kind of ill. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, one person take the, you know, one bar for, the, for one fighter, one take the other fighter, one take the rest. So I'm mm. just putting that in the universe. But, um, yeah, Francis, you like that, right? Ease up yeah, for the stuff. Sounds- <laughs> so pound for pound, we talking pound for pound, man. Um, yo, it's 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 like it's non-transferable. It's like this share of, of Packers stock that I had. I bought it, but it's non-transferable, right? So pound for pound, you can't just put. First of all, Loma wasn't the one, the number one pound for pound. So like 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 that's just got to be you know clarified in the first place. But let's just say Loma was number one. Even if strong... Oh, champ, you got a boomerang. But listen, ladies and gentlemen, you know we have time constraints. It's a morning show. Get them thoughts in order. We're going out the mastermind in Plainview, Texas. Big Supermax. Yo, how do I sound, fellas? I'm on the road. Well, you good. Go for it. Okay, so I'm going to piggyback off what he said. Yeah, it's non-transferable. Plus, you got to consider where Tio was at before this fight. I don't think he was in anybody's top ten. So, it's not the same as you're fighting for a title. You fight the number one guy in the division. Because in rare cases, can the number one guy be fought by a number four guy? Like with Canelo and Triple G, they were both top ten pound for pound at the time. So, but I, I, you gotta have Teal in your top five now. He's made a statement. You gotta have Jamal in your top ten. I think it's time to get guys like, uh, uh, you know, Golovkin and, and those type of guys out of the list, man. It's time to update it. So, uh, but no, top five Teal definitely. I, I don't have a problem with him being top five. Number one, it's hard to argue, man. All right, Supermax, thank you for your call. Brandon in Cincinnati, what is going on? Hey, hold another time zone. Jumped up on back with our mind on. Can't play when you here, get your life stole. If you bring it here, then the price grow. Don't jab in the punch in the line long. I drop a pigeon at nine go. We slap with the fit glass and white go. This only happens in Ohio. This- yo, yo, can you hear me? We do. Five pound for pound is. Canelo number one, Crawford number two, the monster in New Way number three. <gasps> I'ma put I've been back and forth on this. I'm gonna go Earl number four, Tiafimo Lopez number five. Um, just cause you beat the uh number one guy don't necessarily make you number one. You gotta look at the uh you know the has he won multiple champions in multiple divisions? Where was he ranked before? Like everybody said, like I was asking the chat when Ruiz beat AJ, we nobody ranked him number one uh, heavyweight. We elevated guys like Fury and Wilder to number one, so it don't work like that, and it ain't gonna work like that in this case. So yeah, that's my top five. I got Canelo, Bud, Anuwe, Earl, and Tiafimo's number five on that list. But yeah, he is moving up. Y'all have a go. You sound like a hater, bro. So check what he did. How he gonna rank Earl above Teal? Below, 
when yeah. when Earl ain't move up, and all Earl did is unify with one strap. Tio unifies with four or three versus a dude that's a three-time champion with more accolades than any of the dudes Earl fought, but you putting Earl above him. Meanwhile, same thing goes for Crawford. He don't hold the win as great as Tio's, but you putting him above him. And a new way beats a a zombie. Walking the night of the walking dead from 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 uh Nonito Donaire. How many times he gotta be killed? Is he a cat with nine lives? Like how many times they gotta destroy him for people to still get ranked pound for pound off of Nonito? Bro, y'all tripping, man. Y'all tripping. That's- they doing anything to save their favorite fighters grace. That's what it is. Because how is a new way above Tiafimo? Greatest win Nonito. Hey, y'all tripping, man. Tripping. That's what I'm. That's what I'm trying to say. We talking about Teofimo, 23, man, two for two, two shots at the titles, man. He's two for two, and he's done it. In, you know, what I'm saying in, in spectacular. You want to say spectacular? Everybody fashion? else you talking about, they 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 30 something doing it. My man does it in a heartbeat. 15 fights, 14 fights, and and, and yo, I'm telling you, people don't respect greatness. They still on that eye test. I see. <laughs> we got a super chat from Candy Slim. 501 it says the two recent consensus pound for pound Floyd and Ward got bud number one even Teddy Atlas has bud number one or two last week who gives a fuck how about that Ward also had fucking Tiafimo losing the second round hell out of here that's the problem with boxing fans you watch the TV with the with the volume up and you become a sheep you a straight sheep. Ward said it, so it's gold. Thanks. Use your own brain. Use your own brain. Use your own brain, man. Ward said it, so it's gold. It's got to be nope. gold because Ward said it. Yo, we going out to Coach Myers, Connecticut. Talk to him, man. Talk to him. What's your pound for pound? Yeah, um, <clears throat> I can tell you I don't got teal, number one. I can start off there. Um. <gasps> <laughs> the disrespect. Um, listen, I come on. He's not jumping Terrence and Canelo at number one. I just can't do that yet. So, so you still um, giving Terrence the eye test? Terrence? Terrence? You still giving him the nah. eye test? Nah, he ain't got the eye test. He number two. He number two, not, right behind Canelo. Not to you, huh? I, I, nah. Listen, come on, Nas. You can't just lunch him right up there. Did you have uh, Loma number one in your pound for pound before this fight? Bruh, I always said arguably because that's where Canelo. he's ranked. Because that's where that's he's ranked. Exactly. That's where Understood, he's ranked. But you, but you but had Canelo. I had Canelo. You know I always had Canelo. So, exactly. So you can't just throw Tio at number one over Canelo, right? I'm saying it's arguably he got the greatest win. Arguably. Arguably, he got like Canelo's greatest win is is Kovalev, and that's great because three time, hundred and seventy five pound champ. But this is a three time champion, pound for pound, arguably top five. So we could all just stop arguing. He's a three time champion, arguably top five on everybody's list, and this this kid beat him at twenty three. Man, already a Hall of Famer. I, he didn't even see, finish boxing see, yet. See, I I I appreciate. When someone that young takes that sort of a risk, come on, man, let's give him the credit, man. Give him, give him his flowers, man. Give him his flowers. 
Greatness Harlem. Greatness Harlem. What up? What up? Just listening, greatness. All right, all right. We going out to New Orleans, J-Mac. Oh, greatness is there. What up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's going on, man? You know, that, that mute button be be ridiculous sometimes. But, yo, um, yo, your nest, man, I'm actually with you on this uh, this pound for pound. You feel what I'm saying? Uh, I don't know too much about the pound for pound. I don't put too much thought into it, you know. Uh, but, um, you know, like I said in my bars one time before, man, you know, we're going to follow the green like the Mayweather formula. If you don't got a name, the casuals never heard of you. So we're just going to use those bars to – to, to, to build, man, you feel what I'm saying? Like we, I feel like if you're going to be on that pound for pound, it's who you beating. And right now, he, he's beating that guy. That's Tio's right. beating that guy. You dig what I'm saying? And um, despite, you know, everybody saying with the pound for pound, you feel what I'm saying? we This is also fighting. They fighters. And a fighter is more concerned about who he beat, in my opinion. You feel what I'm saying? And, uh, and I'm going to leave it at that. But they definitely need to put uh, Jamel Charlo on that list, too. Yeah. Uh, for sure, for sure. Yeah, you know what's so yeah. funny about that, Ness? Just what's to up? piggyback off of that. It, it, yo, it blows my mind. It blows my mind. Boxing fans are so fickle. I don't oh, understand. Yes. We're talking about arguably amongst rep- reputable boxing reporters, analysts, pundits, having Tio, I mean, having Lomachenko as pound for pound number one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you have a 23-year-old from Brooklyn who outskilled, arguably the most skilled to ever go in a boxing ring, according to these boxing reporters and analysts. And he outskilled him, and he gets no respect for that? Mm. None? Alexander Wilson coming back contesting Supermax, and he says, in 2017, the ring and ESPN had Triple G, pound for pound number two, with Ward being number one in both of the lists. Robert Singleton comes back, or for the first time, says, Jamel got three belts in the deepest division. I guess that's his uh, throwing Jamel's name in a hat for pound for pound list as well. Donald Banks, Richmond, California says, Lopez took Loma's head. So, just like on Highlander, he gains all the heads. Loma took... Now, Lopez is the more powerful one in the end. There can only be one. So he on some predator shit. All the scouts. Super chat. Big super Max Rodriguez. I mean, the argument can be Tio fought a little guy that was featherweight, like you said, about Loma and Rigo. And Tio arguably already outgrew division. Nah, see, it's different. Who that? Supermax? Yeah. Yo, you wildin'. You two for you you losing now to me and Alexander Wilson, because this is the difference there. Rigo moved up for one fight. Loma been 135. He just beat Campbell. It's totally different. Totally different. It's almost the argument that people use when they be like, yo, Bud for uh Gamboa moving him up. And they like, nah, he had that one fight with Dolly Perez at 135. So there you go. Chill, Chizzy. You lose. <laughs> yo. Check P-Pro. Candy Slim 501 says. Oh, yeah. We read that. Uh, uh, I think his name is 8. Says top 10, not top 5. Loma shouldn't have been number 1. Okay. 
Um, and you read Supermaxis. All right, so we're going to go to my man in Ohio. What up, what up, what up? Yo, Ohio's strong in here now that I think about it. Chair Pro. I am. Uh-huh. What up, champ? Uh-oh, he at work? Jay Will, you at work? Cool, 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 cool. E in Philly, talk to me. Ness, what's happening? What it Listen, do? man, I'm, fo- I'm 48. For 30 years, I've understood pound for pound to be this. And I think you said Max Kellerman said it. If all boxes be in the same weight, that's why it's pound for pound. I don't know what the criteria we're using for pound for pound, because we all got our favorite fighters. But it's pound for pound if everybody was the same weight with the same skill that they possess. And I will argue anybody on that. Because if it's not that, what is the criteria? Because we'd be all over the board with this. What is the criteria for pound for pound? Nobody can ever say it. Max Kellerman is the only one I've heard somebody say said, and I think I heard you say that. But that's how hey, I've e. always understood it. Hey, E, we're going to get back yeah. to you. E and Philly, we're going to get back to you. We got our first guest, Freddie Kawit from the United Kingdom right here live on the show. Freddie, man, how are you? Good yeah, morning. Oh, well, good afternoon for you, right? Yeah. Afternoon, yeah. So talk to us, man. Uh, listen, obviously you being across the pond to us, uh, we know a little bit about you uh, because Mitty uh, is a co-host on this show and he's obviously uh, been in the camp with you and uh, he's 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 told us a few things, you know, like the little triangle of sins between you, uh, Luther Clay, and, and, and Chris Congo. Uh, but talk to us, man. Um, where are you originally from? Um, I was born in Liberia, West Africa, um, and then grew up in Germany before I then moved to the UK when I was about 20. Okay. How, how was that? How was that, man? Uh, sounds like a lot of traveling. Was it easy, <laughs> I guess? Were, is that how you kind of got in boxing? Because you moved so much you didn't make that many friends, or were you always a popular kid? No. I started boxing late. I started boxing when I was about 18. Um, so uh, I don't know which was tougher because I was born in uh, in Liberia, obviously at the time of the Civil War. Um, that was the reason why we flew to, to Germany. And then growing up in Germany in a small city as a black kid, that was tough. Um, I got in a lot of fights, but uh, eventually I started boxing um when i was 18 so i played like um soccer before and 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 other bits um until i got injured as well and then went into boxing and um i got i got four brothers as well so um that was so i always were i always were good at fighting i think but um i think it's the it was the when I walked in the gym the first time, that was that was it. We're eighteen. That was that was the time I said, "Oh wow, I really like that." Hey, awesome. How you doing? This is Francis, all the way from um from Canada, Toronto, Canada. I just want to know, how do you say that place? The the, the city that you were born in, uh, Sasalapia. Oh, Saclapi. 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 Yeah. Um, uh, at that time in your life, your family moved from Saclapi to Germany. What part of Germany were you in? 
Oh, it was really in the north. It's like it's called Flensburg. It's like just on the border to to Denmark. Yeah. It was also close to oh the nearest biggest city is Hamburg. Okay, and you saying and you saying coming up it was tough. You got in a lot of fights in the area, being you know what I'm saying a black kid in um in in that time. Did you feel like that's where your your fire for fighting started? I guess so. Or, or did you see somebody else in your family that might have done it before, like an uncle or a grandfather, or maybe somebody inspired you on TV? No, not at all. We don't have like in my family. It's nothing. Nobody's really into into that into fighting or something. But um, I think it was that that one where where I always had you know always went every every break in school I was in a fight. Um, so I think this this was. Kind of the reason, like I said, I got five brothers and I'm in the middle, so I was always fighting with my brothers anyway. But I think it was, it was a point later on, I, you know, where where I thought, well, I got older brother, he's protecting me, but I got to look after myself a little bit too. So, um, and then walk, walk, like I said, when I walked in that boxing gym, I think it was after a few weeks where I started first. First of all, I started sparring my friends. I went with some friends. And I used to I used to beat them all up, and I said, "Oh man, this this shit is easy," until there was somebody who beat me up, and he he very skinny guy, and I said, "No way." So that's, <laughs> that that was where where I started. I think, man, this is this is just more than just fighting. It's like technical parts, you know. It doesn't matter how big you are. It's just so I wanted to learn that aspect, and I wanted to kick his ass, you know. So. Um, so you wanted to get it back, definitely. Yeah, that, that, that gave me the drive. That gave me the hunger to to keep going with it. One quick question before Midi gets on. Midi, what up? Uh, pound for pound, where would you rank yourself among your brothers in the house in terms of uh, the fights oh, you guys get into? <laughs> I'm number one there. <laughs> Yo, real quick, Yo. since you brought up pound for pound, Midi, before he jumps on, we're debating where Tiafimo Lopez should be ranked after his, uh, you know, great win over Vasil Lomachenko. Uh, where do you think he should be placed on that pound for pound list? I think after that win, he should be at least in the top five now. Uh, alongs Crawford, alongs Usyk, um, you know, the, he, he should be in in the top top five. Alongs you know Canelo and all these these bigs now, he should he should be within there because not just um, bef- obviously before that fight, winning winning the winning the the world title with only 15 fights, um, with 23 years old, or 22, I think he was by then, um, was impressive. But also uh, taking on the, the one of the greatest, or if not the greatest boxer, who ever actually put put gloves on, and then and then beating him with that young age and doing it like like never did nobody did before. Obviously, it was a close fight, but still. Um, it was for me. It was like, wow, you know that that kid. If he if he keep going how he's been going, he's gonna be, you know, something something special. Yeah. Oh, what up, Freddie? How you doing, bro? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. How you doing? Yeah. All right. So I'm pretty sure you went through like your your background and everything already, right? Like, uh, but you know, since you mentioned like Teofimo and all this, like you know, uh, Teofimo won 
like his world title against uh, Richard Comey, right? So, and I know that, you know, Richard is like a close friend of yours and you've been in camp with him and all that. So where did that come from? Like your, uh, you know, your relationship with uh, with Richard and what did you get from that training with him, you know? Yeah, I was, I was, um, I was training with him for, for, I think for about two years here in London. We, we used to have the same manager. So we used to, Train in the same gym with the same trainer and everything, and so I spot like we were kind of our main sparring partners. He was ahead of me because he had more fights, so the experience. But I was a little bit bigger than him, so we actually quite matched quite well. We used to spar each other quite well, and that's why I know for me, we seen Richard. He was always the hardest training guy I ever seen in the gym. He was there before me, and he was always still there after me as well, and um. He was tough, man. He he was he was training training very very hard, and cause from somebody who's I, I I've been to his hometown in in Ghana. I saw where he's coming from. It's tough there, man. It's like mm-hmm. it's it's you would say it's a ghetto, but it's it's actually worse than a ghetto. It's like cause it's, it's yeah, still in um. So from from him to you know, to make it all the way to the to the top. And like I said, I sparred him before. I know how tough he is. I know how 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 strong he is. And I never seen him anywhere near near hurt or, or, or down on the floor. And how you know, I don't know if you remember that fight against Robert Easter in the yeah. last where he got hit, but he didn't go down. Like he kinda of bounced back up. And it's like that's how tough he is. And see him him getting stopped in the second round against Tiffany, I was like, wow, I wasn't, yeah. I wouldn't have expected that. So the power is real. But like, you know, I mean, like, that, that, that's about Richard and all that. But like, I know that, you know, obviously you from Liberia, you uh, are German also, dual nationality. But in the mind of the people here, at least, like, you're a UK dude. Like, so how do you make your transition to the UK? And, you know, what brought you to the UK, basically? The, yeah, I- uh, so when I started boxing, like I said, was with 18. Um, started with the amateurs and everything. By the time I was 20, I was like, I was so hungry in boxing. I wanted to go all the way, even though people said, no, nah, man, you're too old. You, you just started, you, just, you can't do it, man. You come from a small city, Germany. Um, I had the dream also to be, become a professional boxer. And I thought, well, the, the, the place in Europe to do is, is, is the UK. So I moved to the UK. Um, I think I eventually told my, my my parents I'm going to I'm going for study. <laughs> but I actually had the vision of just you know wanted to be a professional boxer. Um, never knew how far I would go and and if I'm gonna. We, I had obviously I had like a thought of we're gonna be like a champion or something like gonna win a national title. Um, so that was that was always my my hope my dreams to to do that and that's why I had to go to the UK start over there a question for you freddie i got a question for you um the reason is the reason you don't have to answer this but is the reason why you started boxing like you know pursuing that dream in your late in your late teens to Mm. your 20s because you had the dream of being a footballer i know you said you played football right yeah so i played i played football you, you guys call it soccer um before and so i got injured that's why I went to the boxing gym with some friends 
and I never looked back since. So when I was eight, when I walked in the, in that gym since I said no man I I, I want to do boxing I want to be a boxer because all my all my dreams were crash guys basically because I couldn't play I could I could have had like several operations but you know so young getting injured already in soccer it's like you know I same thing happened to me I feel that yeah it's it's a tough sport anyway there's millions of people trying trying it and so I thought you know what let me try something else. And like I, I didn't know how good I'll, I'll get or if I'm ever gonna win something, but I just thought let me let me give it a try and and after a few months and no I I really like that shit I want to and you fell in love with the fell in love with the fight game you fell in love with the ring and the gym and it was you never looked back from there. No. Uh, what would you say is one of the biggest lessons that you learned from you know what I mean being a being chasing a footballer dream and then now chasing a professional uh, boxing dream, being a professional boxer, what was the biggest thing that you could say you learned from jumping full-time into professional boxing? Um, I, you know, comparing these two sports, I, I don't think you can actually compare because <laughs> I think boxing is really, really, really a man's sport. Like, it's, it's, you can't compare. Like, you know, when you when you play football, you fall down, you try to try pretend to be hurt while it's in boxing you, you get hit try and pretend you're okay so it's, it's the total opposite always yeah um but but from 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 the boxing side overall i teach me so much man it's like you 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 be so much disciplined focus you start obeying more you know you 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 humble yourself a little bit more um there's so many so many benefits you take out of there all right yo uh Freddie, like, so what's what's next for you? Uh, you know, I, I hear that you have like some uh, big news and a, and a US debut. So can you tell us a bit about that? Yeah, so um, I'm uh, like talked to a few guys and they're trying to help me out. So on October 31st, um, yeah, that's where I'm gonna make my American debut um, in Columbia, South Carolina. So that's um, in like what two weeks? So you know it's yeah, right it's, around the corner, now, right? So. It's around the corner now, yeah. And like so, like what kind of like card are you fighting on? Like you know what promotion and who you're fighting? What do you yes, know about the opponent? The, on a James Tony promotion, you know J- James Tony, obviously Hall yeah. of Fame. Everybody knows knows James Tony, so he's 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 um, doing his promotion now. So. Um, I spoke to the promoter, um, and he wanna he wanna help me out. He, he thinks I can I can I can go some places. So um, he said, okay, I'm gonna give you a fight, try out, and then we see from there. That's big. That that that's interesting, right? Because uh, we've had your your last opponent, like Luther Clay, on the show on the back of his um, uh, his fight with Chris Congo, mm-hmm. and uh, one of the things that we're discussing is like, hey. Who can we match you up with with like opponents in the US, right? So looking at the landscape in the US, if you want to make a name out there, who would you have picked aside from the opponent that you've got right now? Like, you know, are there any names in the 147 division uh, that you're looking at in the US and that you will jump in and fight straight away, um, basically? I, I wouldn't say that's any names because the 147, there's so many big names. Um, there's so many top guys. I think that's that's why I had to like somehow fight in the the United States if I want to be in the top because looking at the probably in the top 10 in 147 I think three quarter of them are Americans anyway and they're very very skillful strong fighters 
So um, the goal is obviously to one of eventually going to fight one of these guys. Um, that's 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 the aim, of course. That's nice. And like obviously, you know, I just mentioned like Lufa also, right? So you you had your fight in like uh, I think it's November, December with uh, with uh, with Lufa. Obviously, like you know, we it wasn't the result that you were looking for. So, uh, are you seeing like a rematch with him somewhere down the line, or is it something that you're looking for? Yeah, that's definitely, definitely, that's what something I want to do. Um, um, I, I think he probably knows that about it by now. So I actually um, spoke to him just after the fight, but I definitely would love to have a rematch just to make things right for my on my side. Um, so 100%, I would love love to have a rematch. Did Did you watch his fight with uh, with Chris Congo, and what do you I, make of that? I didn't watch the fight. I saw like bits of it. Um, I saw that he got stopped. Um, I don't know how the, the the how how the fight went previous to that to that um, stoppage. Um, so I don't. I, I can't really tell much about it. I don't know who was. Winning the fights, who was better? Um, obviously, Chris had a, had a, had the 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 last saying on it, but um, I don't know how who was was the fight before. But I, like I said before, when I fought with Chris, uh, when I fought with um, Clay, I know that if he's taking on another good fight after me, he's gonna he's probably gonna get stopped. Why I said it is because when I was in the ring with it, I wasn't 100, and I know that I should have I should have beaten him regardless. That's that's how fair. So so be, seeing him moving forward, I said that's he's. He, I think he went into the top, probably in the top ten or something in the in the WBO. But then said that he's not ready yet. Like he he need to learn so much more. So then they took that fight, and this is what happened. Interesting. I mean, it's interesting to hear you say that. Uh, like, uh, you know, moving on to another domestic fight that has been made, and the reason why I'm just like uh, talking about that fight is because it's one of your good friend again that is involved. You've got like Conor Ben versus Formella that is coming up soon, and Formella had like a very good like uh, well a decent performance against Sean Porter. But I do know that you know Formella is a friend of yours and like uh, aspiring partner. So how do you see that fight padding out? And do you want to get one of the one of the winner? Like you know, if you get but, that chance. So they actually asked me to come over and help them out again for this fight um, to fly me out the, to the, form, the Formella camp. Formella camp, yeah, because I used to spark on a Ben, so I know a little bit about him. Um, of course, it's a, it's a, he's coming just off a loss, um, but he's, he said he'd been training, he'd he been fine, he's, he's okay. Obviously, he he's, didn't just lose against anybody. He, fought, he lost against Sean Porter and they're on points. So um, you can take it kind of as a compliment as well, having confidence going into the next fight. Conor Ben, um, it's weird. You know, you see them some fights against people he should have just cleaned out and he haven't traveled with them, you know, and then he haven't been matched so strong as well. But then he's, when you think about it, Formella is not a big puncher. Um, he's technical, good, but how 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 would it be fighting coming over, right? Fighting in the UK, that would be second fight abroad. 
you know, he'd been fighting all only in Germany. Um, I don't know how they're going to score it. I don't know, you know, if he has the power to to hurt, stop or drop uh, Ben. So, so you're worried about the scorecards? That's, that's like, the big question, yep. You, yeah. you, you're worried about the scorecards, uh, Freddie? Yeah, like, I've seen his fight. He, he hits and he moves quite a lot. That's what you need to do as a champion to defend your belt. But not well, as a beast. Get a belt. You need to come forward. You need to you need to hurt the guy. You need to show that you, you know that that you're willing to. So I don't know about that. That's that's the thing we have to find out if he has the power or if he has the the timing to to hurt the guy because um, Conor Ben is he's he's not bad. You know, I, I spot him a few times now. He's not bad. Like how is his power? Like because everyone talks about his power. Yeah, so, How did you handle his power in uh, inspiring? Yeah, he 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 have some some punch. He, he you can feel it um, for sure. Um, not sure how you know it's it's always different, but definitely um, he can he he's quite explosive um, from the technical side. Not sure how you know how 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 they will they will match. Um, because, like I said, when I spot him, I, or you know, so I like to move a lot. So, um, and I'm taller, longer than him. So I just kept him long. But Formella short, shorter than me. He probably there of the same height. So it's very different, different boxing fight for them. Yeah. Do you think, like, you know, would you jump at the opportunity to fight Conor Banner? And is it a fight that you know, based on your sparring? You see that you would have no problem with, or you'll be comfortable in, you know, thinking that you can get the W. Comfortable for sure. I wouldn't be confident saying, "Oh yeah, definitely, I'm, I'm gonna uh, mess him up or something." Because, you know, uh, it's, it's a while ago we spar. Everybody's improving. Everybody's changing. Um, so he he has a bigger name. We'll see what happened with with him in the fight before. We I think he got dropped two three times, and he still got a result, right? So he, he definitely got the judges on his side. He got the name, you know. He, he has the promoter uh, backing him. So it's it's gonna be it's not gonna be an easy easy one. But I mean, I'm, half of my fights have been as a way fighter anyway now. So I know how it is to fight um, fight fight away. I know how it is to you know to for them to set me up just to lose. And um, you come on on top, so I, I kind of know that side now. All right, and I mean, like, I don't know if you guys touched on it before I joined, but like, how has your preparation been, like, you know, with the uh, the pandemic, and you know, how has it affected you? And now that you actually have a fight signed, right? So, how has the last camp been? Like, were you able to do everything you wanted to? Yeah, so that that was, I think, for everybody, it just hit everybody like boom. You know, we were we were out for a while, and now it's it's good to be back on track. You know, look, having a fight date, looking forward to it, training for it, uh, gives you some extra motivation. Hundred um, percent. This this is for something. I was I was looking forward the whole time, obviously, but it's very tough if you don't have a promoter or if you don't have, um, or you're fighting on small hole shows or it depends. You know that then it's hard for you. Um, so I'm actually very blessed to 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 jump on the opportunity. Also fighting in another country again, um, learning experience and everything. So um, I'm looking forward to this 100%. So cool. w- I got a question for you. What is one thing that you can say that you 
wanted to work on from your last fight um, to this fight coming up that you can't wait to um, to put on display. I mean, you're not going to give us the game plan, but um, in terms of some things that that you that you've seen in your last fight that you're like, okay, you know, there's levels. You leveled up now. You know what I mean? What are the, some of those things? Yeah, I definitely think I need to be fighting a bit more aggressive. I've been trying to avoid that a little bit more, like kind of counterboxing, moving a lot. But I just have to go back and 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 you know and 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 and, and go forward a little bit more, which I haven't done enough in the clay fight. Because um, my defense, defense-wise, was I was probably good, but then I didn't do enough. Um, from from the from terms of like being more aggressive, throwing more hands. So this is what I tried. To, this is what I tried to work on in, in the camp. I want to come a little bit more forward and and uh, be more aggressive, definitely. Hey, oh, just to piggyback off of that, maybe um, before you switch gears, I want to ask Freddie, um, what if you can put together an assembly of great fighters? Like you know, what I mean, who would you say your style? kind of mimics everybody has their own style but you try to add something from some of the older legends you yeah. know what i mean in the game who would, who, who would that be or who would those fighters be like who's jab right hand whatever you know so to speak uh, i think it's a mixture between uh muhammad ali and roy jones um because hold, I like... on a second, hold on a second, Freddie. You know what's so funny? You know what's so funny? Y'all got to put some respect on my name. Because I was going to say, yo, you fight a lot like Roy Jones. And what I mean by that, you have that hands down or you need defense like Roy does. I'm like, yo, Freddie. All right, go ahead. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Yeah, so it's, I think it's like the footwork kind of from Ali. I like to move a lot. You know, I like to, you know, then, of course, the hands down. Both actually have the hands down. But uh, uh, Roy got, you know, he's coming with, Jumping in with hooks and uppercuts and you know different angles, um, so definitely. Yeah. And those are also my two top fighters. Yeah, man. Yeah, no, I mean, like that. Definitely, I, I see that elusive style and all that. You know, I see both sides of it, right? So maybe not the the awkward punches or awkward angle from Roy Jones, but definitely the defense and the slick movement there. That, that's pretty good, man. Uh, but you know, go, going back slightly on the on the pandemic topic, right? So obviously you've seen, and I've asked you that question before, right? But you've seen uh, shows where you know uh, there's no crowd and it's all like you know a different type of atmosphere. Uh, would you have liked to fight on one of those uh, shows that we've seen in the in the UK, like you know, either the Frank Warren or the the Matchroom uh, shows? And how do you think that that would have like had an impact on you fighting with no crowd and stuff like that? Yeah, I think I I don't know how it would be the impact because I don't know until I do it. But um, yes, I think it's just a strange. I know it could be working out positive, could be working out negative. Because sometimes you need a crowd to keep you going, especially when you maybe you're behind or something. But then yeah. um, it, you can also hear that your corner better, right? So yeah. it yeah, advises more, you know, you know the little things. So it's, it just depends what you what you take on. Like I said, I, most of my fights I fight as a away fighter anyway, so they have most of the time the crowd. So you know, no, I don't no difference here. Yeah, yeah, less booings this time as well. I, I hear. Um, it. But yeah, of course, if that's the only only way to do it at the minute. I don't mind fighting on, on, on any of the shows. Um, I saw the ones from Frank Warren. I saw the one from Eddie Hearn. 
personally I like the one more from Eddie Hearn. Um, it just looks just too quiet. The ones from from um, it's just just an empty hall, you know. And uh, Eddie Hearn it had a little bit more atmosphere, you know, fighting in the when it's in the dark and stuff in the evening, and you know it's outside. I think it's a it's a bit better. Cool. Hey, qu- Freddie, question for you. Um, seeing that you know nobody's Roy Jones, but you got a fighting style kind of like Roy Jones, which uses a lot of legs and that athleticism. Yeah. Give the people, you know, what I'm saying of America and the people around the world an insight to how your conditioning regiment is. Yeah, so uh, that's so true what you said because it just really reminds me on you know when I started boxing so late, I didn't have the technical part, but I had the athleticism. So I was always like, you know, I had to, I was fast with the feet, fast with the hands, but I didn't know, you know, how to throw like that straight good combination. I had the strength as well, so um, that that definitely helped me. Um, conditioning wise, yeah, I have my strength and conditioning, which I do. Um, you know, some explosive power, train a lot for an explosive power. Um, so like uh, heavy weights into. Uh, fast body weight exercises and then of course the boxing sites uh, with my coach where I do a um, lot of drills you know footwork um, combination head movement so all, all of that and then combine it all together okay and is that combined with miles as well too you do a lot of road work I, you know what I more, don't or more treadmill I, no I, I used to I used to um, but because of my football injury mm. Uh, I can't do that much, right? So uh, my my cardio, if I do it, it's mainly on a bike, on a spinning bike or something like that. Um, and that and that's it's same condition actually. So uh, it's good because it strengthens your legs anyway. So um, that's that's yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Hey, um, you you'll fight in two weeks time. I seem to remember you said that there will be a crowd there or a small crowd, right? It's an outdoor yeah, event. Is that? Oh, just like you get about eight hundred people there. 800 people okay yeah. Yeah, that, that's good like i think like that's because you know the the situation with no crowd was the same like all around the globe but it seems like you know uh, there are some parts in america where they're starting to accept crowds so it gives like a little bit of optimism for bigger shows to come back on i think like the uh uh is it is there going to be t- a crowd in the tank versus uh santa cruz uh, uh francis yeah, uh, um, that's, yeah, that's that's why they moved it. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's why they moved it. So I, I guess like that, that's pretty good, right? So, yeah. uh, but still, it would be in a bubble, right? So when are you actually flying to uh, to America? It's only like you know two weeks away, right? So yeah, when so, are you when are um, you leaving? Hopefully, I'm flying out uh, end of this week. End of this week, and yeah. then straight in, like you're doing all the testing. They'll lock you down, and then or yeah, all of okay. that. I don't know how it will be if I get there, but yeah. that's uh, that's the thing. So, sorry, one second. I need to. Yeah. One second. Yeah. No problem. No problem. Yeah. So uh, you know, I'm only asking those uh, th- those questions because like, I'm intrigued, right? I want to know like how this thing will just impact like the the normal preparation. And usually, I think it's pretty standard to go like a week before. I thought that you know it might have gone like uh, slightly earlier. Uh, just yeah. to adjust but yeah with everything now it's kind of difficult right they don't want you kind of in there too long and how long he got a quarantine and all that stuff comes into comes into play plays a big factor and then it's on the mental too because i mean you kind of been locked down but you got to go through this whole process of screening and yeah. testing and it gets a little bit annoying 
So if yeah. you're already on edge, you got to make weight and stuff like that. That's why I'm so curious in, you know what I'm saying, in Freddie as a fighter, you know what I'm saying, getting into his fight mind, you know what I mean, yeah. get an understanding. Like, I have a few more questions I wanted to ask him. I don't know if you want to go first, Midi, or should I go? Uh, no, no, no. I mean, I, I'm pretty much done for the question. Uh, just for the, the rest of the of the public, I don't know if you said I just wanted to congratulate you once again on, like, uh, uh, the, the the birth of uh, your child like only like uh, two weeks ago now or two two yeah. and a half weeks ago now so congrats once again champ and like Francis like go ahead with the questions man so like even that's perfect thank you for the segue because that's like added motivation now for you to you know what I'm saying get up out of bed and and when you're tired to push a little bit more how is your dieting going on for for uh, your fight coming up in two weeks like how are you are, are you an all around I uh, sorry a year-round fighter or do you you know what i mean take time off like how do you get into shape no i'm uh, most i'm actually like this lockdown period was the the longest rest i've had um so normally i'm i'm a all year around fighter so i i eat good i train hard all the time um because you never know you might get a call tomorrow or something so i'm always actually in shape um i don't really play with because i think see like this because i'm you is your job you're professional so you got to be professional all around the year you know um so i'm always always training and always eating well okay second question i got for you is you got to give the the people your top five fighters of all time and then your top five pound for pound now we know pound for pounds you know i mean it's subjective in in current no current, current current So I want you to give me a top five of all time and then give me yeah. a top five current pound for pound. Okay, okay. So top five of all time. Um, man, that's a tough one. <laughs> uh, say number one. You don't have to put it in no particular order. Just to okay, make it look okay, cool. easier. Yeah, okay. yeah that's, that makes it easier. So definitely, like I said, we'll have Ali and I will have Roy Jones in there. Um... I will have um, Penna Whitaker there as well. Sweet pea. Sweet pea. <laughs> um, two more. Yeah. Say who? Two more. Two more. Oh, uh, two more. Um, I would definitely had. Um, yeah, probably put Tyson in there as well. Mike. Mike Tyson. Um, one more, one more. Gonna put up. I don't even think about one now, but there must be so many, <laughs> so many. Um, yeah, I know there's a lot of names. You know what I mean? I don't want to influence you by saying any names. That's why I'm kind of saying. Yeah, quiet. I don't want to say name and then say, no, actually, I should have used that name. Yeah. <laughs> um. One Maybe I'll, I'll think about one in a second. Yeah, okay. nah, give me your current top five pound for pound right now. No oh, particular. Oh. You can just, or if you can't yes. give me, if you can't give me one to five, that'd be good. Okay, so um, so right now, current, I was probably put Crawford number one. Uh, There's not 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 even based on his performances, but based on his wins and uh, and stuff. Um, I'll put um, Canelo there. I'll put um, um, 
Pacquiao in there as well. Okay. Um, so that's three, right? Yep. Yep. Um, probably, of course, you got to put Mayweather somewhere in there as well. Um, well, he's not current, right? Yeah, he's so, not current. He's retired. Yeah. I just want to put him in the other one then, actually. Yeah, okay, the so that's number there. five right now. I was about to yeah. say, you leave it on Mayweather? Okay. Yeah, because, yeah, you know, he just recently retired. He's still, you know, yeah, thinking yeah. he might come back or not. You never know for him. So, um, okay, so I got my five there. So I got, how many I had? Three? three yeah, you had yeah, three. You got two, two more. more. Like, you're like, but, um, you had Crawford, the, the Canelo, and, and Pacquiao. That's what you had. Pacquiao, um... You probably, I'll probably put in what well, now, right now, current because yeah, of, right now, right, right now, now, as as of yesterday. Yeah, so then I have to put Lopez <laughs> in there as well because he bought, beat Lomachenko and Lomachenko was up there. Okay, so he, one more. <laughs> um, and I think I will put probably put Usyk in there as well. Now Usyk. that's Usyk. Do you? I personally don't rate heavyweights as pound for pound. I think that they're in a category by themselves. That's just my personal he, opinion. He was a cruiser. He was a cruiserweight, though. Just, yeah, yeah, I know, but he heavyweight now. But yeah, go ahead. <laughs> that's, that's no, because a lot of people have Tyson and AJ yeah. while they're in the pound for pound list, right? And yeah. I don't. That's why, like, obviously, you know, it's 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 so early to say now as well because obviously Fury, he yeah, he that did his job, but you know, he was I don't know. It's like for me, it's being consistent the whole time. You know, he had off three years. Of course, he had two big wins coming back or, or a couple. Of, but then he, I don't know, he's not same as AJ. He's not because he had a loss, a stupid loss in between, you know. It's like not consistent. But, but Usyk, for me, it's not just because he's undefeated and he, he, he was the first undisputed one, but also because he, he when you check, all, all of his fights, they were always abroad. All of us, he never fought for a vacant belt. He always beat the champion, and he always beat the champion in, in his hometown, in his home country. So, I think that's um, that's for me. That's yeah. that's for me because of, of of what he did and where he got the belts from. That's it. It's not been handed to him like it's not like uh, Canelo. You know, he pick him, choose his opponents. Like that guy, nobody wanted to fight him, so he had to go there and, and make it happen. He earned that champion. He earned that champion. He, he, earned, he, it, he earned it. Yeah, he definitely earned the status to pick who he wanted. But I wanted to ask you also just one one more question for me, I think. Uh, <laughs> uh, out of your three losses, which one do you really want to get back? I mean, all of them. Like, what? <laughs> all of them. Because the first two, I didn't even thought I lost the fight. Hmm. The first two, I didn't even thought I lost the fight. Like I said, I come in as a way fighter. Um, and if I would have fought anywhere else as a home fighter, I probably had, like, I think one was by one stupid point, something like that. Yeah. Um, and the other one, um, I wasn't 100%, like I was fighting at 140. Um, and I'm a big, big welterweight. You know, I could fight uh, 154. I, I should never even been that down. But still, like, regardless, I thought, I've done enough to win the fight. But then least... the last... Yeah. No, no, go, go, go for uh, it. The, the, the last fight, I felt like this was my first loss. It felt like my first loss. But I felt like it's such a stupid loss. I felt like it's a show unnecessary. Because if I would have listened to myself a little bit more, I would have waited a little bit. You know, because I, I don't know if... Because uh, I, I got ill a few days before the fight. So... Um, but I was so 
hungry of I want to fight, I want to fight, I want to fight. This is a great opportunity, you know. I don't want to get a slip away, you know. Um, I should have probably listened to it because now, you know, I could have possibly be fighting March or something. And 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 but I just wanted to fight so bad because I thought oh I had that would have been my three thir- third title fight in the fourth country in the same year. So I thought oh, I just want to have a perfect ending. Um, it's meant to be, and it wasn't. So, um, so you learned. So you learned from the lesson of just trusting yourself a little bit more, yeah. being more patient. I was listening more to people saying, "No, no, no, you got to take this fight. Don't worry about it. You, you'll be okay." You know, and um, and then I started thinking, "Yeah, I'll be okay. I, I even gonna beat him fifty percent." You know, that's mm-hmm. that's how confident I was. Um, yeah, immediately you were on camp with me. I was. I think I was. I was doing fifteen rounds sparring, thirty seconds yeah, rest yeah. between with three, four people. All heavier than me, you know. I was, Be- I was beating in... me up. That that's not right. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was in great shape, you know. And yeah, I had a fight, I think, a month before or something, like, or a month, couple of weeks before. So I thought, man, I'm, I just, you know. But then I got, you know, when you're on the top, it's also so hard to, you know, so fine line. Of, that's of, one of, thing. That, that's one thing you mentioned earlier, or like Francis asked you earlier, like what's your training regimen and all that. And you do something that I have not yet seen anyone else do. Uh, you know, you know when, when, when we spar, like we go, let's say like three, four, four rounds, we do our thing. But in between rounds, instead of taking like the minutes rest, mm. he shadow box for 30 seconds at a high intensity whilst I'm resting or whilst the other person is resting. And then he only takes like the the thirty second rest. Like so, I've seen it where people take like thirty second rest only instead of the full minute. Yeah. But he yeah. actually works for the first like thirty second, and he works at a high intensity shadow box, then rest thirty second, then goes again. That's, like so. That's insane. Uh, in terms of the fitness, the, the fitness is actually very very good. Like, and I've seen that all all the time. Every time I've been in camp with you, that's something you know. I've never yeah. even tried it. I said, like, forget it. He's a crazy man. I'm not doing <laughs> hey, anything. Hey, Mitty. <laughs> hey, Mitty, thank you very much. Because that's what I was asking Freddie. I wanted him to give the people just a little bit of insight to, like, what makes him unique. You know what I mean? Because, you know what I mean? To be a fighter, you got to have a, a, some unique skill sets mentally, but also physically. And I wanted to know, you know, being a former footballer, you know, the way, the way that they train. But boxing is a total different type of athlete. You know what I mean? The, the, the level of training is so much higher. But, yeah. like, what are the things that you do like that in between rounds, 30 seconds? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I will yeah. Give us those little quirks, those little I things. I thought about these things because this is so normal for me now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so when it gets closer to fight, um, we do 30 seconds rest. Well, well, some people do, but then we work three and a half minutes instead of three minutes always. Exactly. And then yeah. we build ourselves up, you know, from 8, 10, 12, 15 rounds of sparring. Always, like, every two rounds, maybe another guy comes in. Like I said, most of the time they're bigger than me as well. So uh, from the conditioning side, that's why I know if I if I can do all of this, it's gonna be it's gonna be walking the park fighting somebody who's my size, and and for a minute rest and only for ten rounds or something like that. That's 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 easy. So when you look at at my last fight back, you know normally I'm somebody from the fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth. This is why I go up. You know that's why I keep keep going, and it was the total opposite. After four rounds, five rounds, I've gone. I got tired, man. I was, I was, I was dead. I was like, shit. I don't know what happened to my body. And the thing is, because I haven't fully recovered from my illness yet, so that's why after four rounds, I just got tired again. Mm. And because um, the first four rounds, 
I was like, man, this is easy. This is easy. Like I thought I was going to stop him in, in a couple of more rounds. And then from after round four, I think in the second round, I even hurt him. And then after round four, I was like, shit, I don't know what's going on with my body. To be fair to him, though, also, like, his style is, like, come forward all the time yeah. and all that. He's also, he's also a tough guy. But, like, I was at that fight and definitely I can see exactly what you're saying, right? The type of fighter you are that surprised me yeah. when you just kind of started to go down with your fitness. And I was like, wow, either Clay has got something really crazy in his hands or something, like, and he's got some, Chris. like, nice, nice power, or... Like, you know, there's something that's quite off, right? So, but yeah, you, you know. This is one of the attributes that definitely has, because of the, maybe because of the football side before, it's the, it's the conditioning. So I'm always fit. I can always do 10 rounds, always like, you know, I throw a lot of hands because I'm always fit. And um, yeah, I, I wasn't able to throw that in my last fight. Yeah. You got that hey, fr- fr- Francis, I, I don't know if like, do we have like any Patreon uh, questions out there? That's what I like to know. I was wanting to ask. I was waiting to. I heard it next earlier. I wanted to ask him. I'm not really sure. All right. Like so, Freddie. We we usually have like uh, uh, questions that are asked by our most lawyers uh, listeners. I'm not sure if we do have some because I think like we had like some issues earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if not, like you know, I'm sure we'll be able to uh, to get you back. I'm sure people are interested to hear, especially if you know. If you do well, like uh, on your on your fight in two weeks, like you're now becoming like more known to the uh, the US audience, like and just there's few people on your on your card actually that you know we are used to talking to here yeah. on the boxing voice. Like we talked to uh, uh, a guy called Ofasio, I believe he's on the uh, uh, on the on the card. Also, we spoke to him like uh, recently, Ofasio Falcon. Yeah. Uh, there's also Timothy Moulton, and then, like I said, there's like Patrice Harris, like son, right? So Patrice Harris Jr. Yeah. is on the card. So uh, th- those are quite exciting names. So I- I'm I'm happy that you're on that card as a co-main event because it opens up like uh, uh, your brand to the to the US, right? So that's 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 the aim as well. So yo, Midi, they said uh, the people are saying that there's no Patreon post. Yeah, so I think just we had gonna, an issue. We had an yeah. issue with that. So, yeah. so I'm just going to ask a few more questions to Freddie. Um, it, not looking past your next opponent. You know, I mean, in a perfect world, if you got yeah. the opportunity, if you got it, you know, the stoppage win in your in your next fight, and the opportunity presented for you to fight a Chris Congo who just mm-hmm. beat Luther Clay, would you take that fight? And how would you see yourself um, putting up, the, uh, competing? Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, if if the opportunity comes up, you know, if everything goes like the money's right and all that stuff, business side as well. Um, of course, I never like turn the fight down anyway. Um, but it's just all have to be right. It all have to be worth it because before, I think I got offered fighting before, but then it was kind of like a downgrade. Um, because I said, well, uh, for example, I won the Southern Area belt, and then I moved on to to fight for the WBO or something like that. So I said, why should I go down and fight for that belt again? It doesn't, it doesn't really benefit me. So I said, no, I, I don't need to fight that now, right? So I wanted to go up, obviously, to to pursue better and higher things. Okay, I hear that. Somebody must be unmuted in the background. Sorry for that noise you're hearing in the background. No, no, that, that's that's Freddie. That, like that, the, the, the baby is. Oh, baby. okay. Oh, the, oh, little baby. Okay, is <laughs> newborn. Yeah. So, so <laughs> being that Congo, sorry, being that Congo is the same, almost the same height as you, right? Close, close enough to the same height. Um, the you could tell that 
in the the fight with Congo and Clay, that the the height and the reach advantage was playing a big factor um, yeah. into the fight. Do you think that that's something that you don't really have to worry about if you were to fight a Chris Congo? Um, no, I don't, I, I don't really prepare for that anyway. Like whether it's tall or short, the meat, um, you know, it's always different in the fight. It's just how you use it. Um, so, and I don't, I don't, I don't. For me, I don't mind if it's tall or short. Like, you know, it's how it's as long as long as he's in the same weight. That's that's cool for me. Okay. You know, everybody has their advantages. Go ahead, Mitty. No, I mean, like, you know, that, you know, for me, like, you know, I covered, like, pretty much all the questions. It's a bit harder because, yeah, I'm asking those questions where I actually know the answers to most of them because I speak to uh, to, to Freddie, but I wanted to come from him, basically, right? So, so Mitty, give us a little bit of insight into the, the sparring and the training, you know what I mean? So, from your side, being you got a coach's breakdown, like, how, you know what I mean, how's his work rate? How's his ring IQ? Um, like, give the people a little bit of insight because you're, you're, you're I mean, in like, there, right? That, that's what it is like so like he said it like Freddie's like defensive skills are really really good and that's not surprising that you hear that you know the fighters that he mentions are fighters that he look up to and he emulate the styles uh, and then a defensive fighter always has like you know really good ring IQ in my opinion right that comes with that basically you know you're defensive, defensively minded so you're always thinking next step uh, but you know, it's not just about the defense. It's also, like, very, very fast. Like, counters are coming very quickly. If you stick your jab out there, you leave it a little bit too long, there's always a right hand that comes and, you know, reminds you that, you know, <laughs> don't leave your, your jab out there too long. So, you know, the, the speed, the stamina uh, that we, we, we talked about, like, you know, it's something that, you know, you'll always have, uh, or at least that i always seen when I've been in camp with uh, uh, with Freddie, and definitely when I've been in the ring with him, he definitely is not comfortable, and uh, it's a learning curve for me. I, I love being in the ring with like people uh, like Freddie because, you know, they teach you something and they show you that there's a different level out there. So it's definitely, you know, way above uh, my level, but it's it's good to be in there with him, right? And you know, so I, and you, I believe so you in him. Some I experience, want to be right? I mean, I, I gained some experience, but it's not really about me, right? It's just like being there and just like, you know, believing in someone and just believing that, you know, they, they can fulfill their potential. Like, I, I actually, as uh, one thing that I wanted to, to mention, Freddie, and, you know, uh, I don't think we've touched on that, uh, but it's the work that you do uh, uh, through the, the funda foundation with Box Row and then just trying to develop Liberia a bit more, trying to do some work in Ghana and all that. Can you touch on that work that you do? Because I think that that's awesome, right? It's not just about yourself, but it's also giving back to the community, giving back to your roots uh, in Liberia and also in Ghana. Uh, so, yeah, if you could explain, you know, the, the works that you do through, like, Boxing is Love and the foundations, uh, you know, that Box Row is putting together, right? So. Yeah, um, so basically, sorry, you hear the baby crying. <laughs> it's all good. Go ahead, you good. Um, yeah, so basically, um, born in Liberia, um, for me, it was always the, the thing, want to do something, help people, um, and, and not in the, in the way you give them money, you know, because they're going to ask for more. For, for me, it was always giving back and, and helping out, so that creating opportunities. And the Boxing is Love uh, organizational project was something, you know, we designed um, to give uh, youth uh, a hope um, 
to get them not just off the street and, and in the gyms or something, but also, you know, like I said, boxing is so much more. It's like when you get disciplined, you obey, you know, it helps you in so many more ways, uh, which is great in general for, for your own life, you know, and, and, and things of what you want to accomplish. So, um, uh, this was one of the one of the main thing, and obviously doing it in, in Liberia, where seventy percent of the population is is under twenty five years old. So you got a lot of young kids going the wrong paths. You know, obviously we had the war and we had the Ebola. You know, there's so much. There's there's no no one to look after you. So um, to go there and 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 say like, look guys, I'm I'm from the same place as you're from. Um, I've been just blessed to come out. Um, but want to come back and and try to give you some some opportunities because um, I've been blessed to get these opportunities and whatever it is you know it, it, my my passion is just boxing but there's so many more things you could do um, outside from that so just give no. them opportunities to do that. Now respect, Freddie. That, that that's pretty good. That's awesome. Like I, you know, I've been following that work, and I'm sure it's inspiring people. So it's like I said, it's just much bigger than just boxing alone, right? So you know, shout out to you. Uh, and you know, I know that you know you probably need to get ready for for training, and also you need to take care of the baby. So uh, we don't want to just take much more of your time, uh, champ. Uh, so you know, before you go, if you can give us like your your social media and also just like tell us where we can watch uh, that fight that you have in uh, in uh, two weeks time in the US, right? So yeah, so um, social media, I'm like on Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram, Team Kiwit or Freddie Kiwit. Um, fi- find me all over there. Um, and then the fight you can watch the live on I think it's called Viral, like V Y R E. Um, that's a live stream. I think it's going to be being uh, streamed in I think all continents. Um, I think yeah, in Africa for sure, Europe, America, of course. So um, definitely, that's that, that's one of these um, places I could do. Um, it's going to be streamed. Cool. Uh, great. Uh, like I said once again, like thanks for your time, and uh, I guess I'll see you on uh, on Wednesday. And if Good luck for your fight for the rest of the yes, Freddie, 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 thank you. Thank you. Francis, all the way from Toronto, Canada, man. Much love. You know what I'm saying? Let's go, champ, man. Good luck on your next performance. You dig? Much appreciated, guys. Thank you. All right. Take care. Oh, thank Congrats you. on the new baby. Thank you. All right. Cool. All right. Ness, there you have it. Back over to you, man. Yeah, yes. man. <clears throat> Sorry, guys, man. I'm just extremely busy. I'm trying to do an all and 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 a possibly an overtime just to update everybody. But uh, uh we understood, bro. Like we know that when you depart like that, there's something you know important to to deal with, man. So yep. good. How did we admit it? We held it down. Like, it's yeah, what we do, yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we, we, we tried. I was we, listening, we tried, though. Man. I heard everything. <laughs> we I heard tried. Everything. We did it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We mean we tried, man. Give yourself oh, okay. some more I, credit. I tried. Man. I tried. Nah, I tried. I, 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 <laughs> I listened. tried, bro. We was carrying this, bro. I was there for the entire interview. I heard everything, uh, especially. I tried to interrupt when you brought up the, the, the fact that he shadow boxes in the corner. I was super, like... Stoked Bro, about that. That it's was not it's not his shadow boxes. He goes like you know, you shadow box and then you go like at one point even they just have like a one kilo dumbbell and it just bah, 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 bah. that's the, the intensity, right? And then I'm like I'm still recovering. I'm like fuck man, I'm just I've got one one minute to recover and this guy is going like mad for thirty seconds. 
and yeah man but i mean that's good i guess that's different training technique right so yeah, yeah i was impressed by that and uh, i was obviously listening when you guys were talking to luther clay and uh you know i didn't understand why he why you want to see him fight chris congo he's got to get a win over yeah someone. i mean that's what he's yo doing, you were right? talking about the card that's what i didn't uh, here, like, who else is on the card? I heard you said Ofacio was on the card. Ofacio Falcon, uh, Timothy Moulton, and then, like, I think there's quite a few fighters from, like, the uh, Washington, like, D.C. area, like, because Patrice Harris has, I think, maybe two of his sons, or if not one of his sons on there. Uh, you know, like, Boog, Boog, the Padman, like, the guy who's, like, uh, the trainer, yeah, uh, yeah, or yeah. one of the trainer of, like, uh, uh, Isaac Dogby, right? And I think Freddie was actually supposed to go and spend some time in that camp for that fight, but he decided to stay in the UK with his trainer, right? So, um, yeah, that, I mean, that's an interesting card. And but where'd you, weird I mean, I don't see any of that. Where, where'd you find that? The, the weird thing is, it was on Freddy's box rack, uh, I want to say two days ago. Yeah. It's, it's gone from his box rack. But yeah, if you just gone. look at, if you look at uh, Timothy Moulton, and go at his fight and then look at click on the event and you'll see all the people on there on uh, so timothy morton is still on there and on box rec and let me tell you he's fighting he's I'm fighting excited a guy for that, cedric man. cedric washington and then you you'll just go you say patrick patrick harris uh, which is like uh patrick and then you have reggie harris jr and then you have Ofacio Falcon, right? So those are the names that you know are recognized from uh, from TBV and all that. So yeah, 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 yeah. No, I'm excited for Timothy, man. He finally gets a shot, man. Very happy for him. You know, he he he, spro he jumped on the scene by being a sparring partner and, and and showing that he's a hustler, man, and and got in there. Yo, but yeah. it's a it's a gigantic card, brother. I wonder if so this you is really gonna it's happen. It's an outside event. Outside event with up to eight hundred people, from what Freddie was telling me before, right? So I, I don't know. I think oh my I don't know. So, so something might be happening because it's been removed from the from that card. But I know that he's still traveling, right? So we were dealing with like visa stuff like earlier, right? So yeah. uh, so hey, man. Wow, this is a big, big, big card. I hope it takes off. I hope it takes off a lot of names. I mean, wow. This is like 20 people. Yeah, but a lot of them TBA. I don't yeah. know if they stack the card, like just hoping that or expecting that people won't be able to make it all the way through, mm -hmm. right? And there'll be a few dropouts and stuff like that. Uh-oh, Anue fights that day versus Maloney, and so does Michaela Mayer in her big fight versus yep. uh, Bradnika, whatever, Bradnika. But yeah, man. Right. Guys, 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 I have to get back to work. No, no so. problem, champ. Thanks for uh, Thank jumping you. in and taking over. Maybe. No problem. All right. Champ. All right. Ooh, take We're going out Peace. to the callers. Uh, let's see who's up next. Caesar Las Vegas, talk to us. C's just listening. All right, there you go. What's going on? Well, how's my background? I don't want to hold up the show. I mean, you in the back. We hear you with your with your with your work, but do your thing. Go for it. Let, let, let me just give you my top five pound for pound real quick. Uh, 
we were talking about that. I'd say after this fight, after this weekend, it'd be uh, one, uh, Canelo, two, Crawford, three, Tio, four, Earl, and five. I'd, I'd have to give it to, like, uh, like a Manny Pacquiao. But uh, that's my real quick top five, yo. Great show, great interview, TV for life. Caesar, thanks for calling in. We're going out to Seattle, Washington. Mr. PBC, baby. Boxingboys.com. From the fires. Canelo talking about he believes he can win. Go to my kitchen. If they shot this night, he cut the bullshit out. I don't care what you do good. I do every fucking thing great. Mr. PBC, baby. Yo, yo, yo. Um, <clears throat> so the topic is um, Tio's number one on, on pound for pound list. Nah, where you have him ranked? What's your pound for pound list? The, the two red <clears throat> two lists have uh, two lists have been updated, and uh, Tio's ranked on both. Can you say that again? You kind of broke up. Two lists have been updated, and Tio is ranked on both. So we're asking the public uh, where you have him ranked. Uh, I never really do pound for pound, but I mean, what he did that night, what a dude that was, you know, pound for pound already and unified, I would want to put him at number one, truthfully, because I, I mean, he done what no, not, not a lot of people are doing. I mean, yeah, Canelo's doing that, but I'm talking about people who are supposed to be really, really good or not doing. Uh, yeah, that's like my call. Kind of got to get back into work. All Thanks right, champ. We going to cross the pond, Idris. What up? You can hear me? Yeah? We hear you. Uh, we pound for pound list. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Your pound for pound list. I, I, I got Crawford number one. Canelo, Inoue. <gasps> I've got to put Lopez in the top five, hundred percent. I've got him number Bruh, four. Bro, Inoue's <laughs> biggest win is no need though. How you got him ahead of all those people, man? Yeah, but you know, this guy started at the minimum weights. You know them skeleton weights. Yeah. And so, just... so, so go ahead and name some of the people he beat, other than no need though. He, he's almost undisputed at his weight right Who now. You know what he beat? Name the name. Bro, he won the he won the WBSS. Who he beat? Name the yeah. name. Uh, do you know what? Yeah, look, in a way, check his box wreck, in it. He's exactly. the guy's exactly. four weight four day weight division exactly, champion. Bro. No, but here's the here's the point I'm trying to make. You know what? Let me He a Hall of Famer because he beat Jamie McDonald. Yes, listen, I'm coming to eat some crow as well in this in my, in my call. So I picked Lomachenko. I was totally wrong. If I was Lopez I'll take the rem. I'll do a rematch because I think he can do that wrong of a side, like finish Chocolatito. Champ. <laughs> Name somebody on a new way resume is all I'm saying, man. We going to. Did we go to J Matt? J Matt, no. what up? You know how these bitches is in the sport. Total disrespect. Kid has no class, no style. I'm a gorilla, I'm a dog. I'm a dog, I'm a gorilla. The smartest thing you can do is to stay away from Darius. It can't be the boogeyman if I'm chasing him. You want to bet a hundred thousand on it. Let's bet a million. Yo, good morning, can you hear me? Yes, sir. 
as great as what Teal accomplished yesterday, which he did be the hype and the sensation, I don't think it should be passed on. However, I never viewed Lomachenko as pound for pound, but I did come around to respect and his talent as the boxer, which is why I picked him. So, no, I don't have T. I don't, he still got a lot of. He got a champion at that weight division. He still got names. He's young, up and coming. He still got more room to prove it, though. So my top five is Crawford. My number number one is Crawford. My number two is Canelo. My number three is Demetrius Andrade, three-time weight division champion. My number four is Jamal, and my number five is Jamel. I heard you smack your lips, Ness. Damn, it's opinionated. That's my call. To help. Oh. He's a three-division champ. Well, then, okay, well, 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 Canelo beat a few of those. You know what I'm saying? You know? Yes, he did. So I don't, I don't really understand, but it's all right, man. It's all right. Everybody's entitled to their opinion. That's what this is. A pound for pound is subjective, man. So I ain't mad at nobody. Like I said, you was projecting, so you, you expected something, so I gave you what you expected. Uh, JT, talk to us. So interesting, you come across like a nice guy, but you really a piece of shit. Hey, come on, come on. That's... No, that was a piece of fuck you. That was a piece of shit. You know, we're, we're doing we're doing live TV. Yeah, I can't. What are you going to do about it? I can't live, mother. Why do you have to talk like that? Well, I'm talking to you the way I want to talk to you. You have a problem? Turn off your station. I'm the best ever. Yeah, y'all can hear me? Yep. Clear. Hello? Yep, yep. Yeah. What's up? What's up? Uh... I don't really care to have a pound for pound list because I never had Lomachenko on my pound for pound list. You know, he got a few good names on his resume. He doesn't have a big resume. Everybody's crediting him for his amateur um, style, which is he is a good amateur. And that can't take that away from him. But that'll make Timo female. I'm not going to put him on a pound for pound list because he beat um, Lomachenko because a lot of people hyped all these boxing experts was hyping him up as a um, fighter. But the only one that made the pound-for-pound list to me is Terrence Crawford. Even though I like Errol Spence over him, I just feel like Terrence Crawford accomplished more than Errol Spence. Errol been only at one weight division. When he started moving up in weight divisions, I could put him on the pound-for-pound list. Uh, uh, Canelo, I, I will give him credit, but I just don't like cut how it, he moved. Cut it, cut it, cut it. My bed talk to us. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. What's up? What's up? Morning, morning. All right, so I'm going to keep it kind of short. I'm just going to give you my top 10, which is ridiculous, and I know this, uh, but I'm going to say it anyway. Uh, Canelo, number one. Usyk, number two. Bud, number three. Jamel, number four. Tyson, number five. Tio, number six. Earl, uh, number seven, Triple G, number eight, Pacquiao, number nine, Rigo, number ten. I'll check you out on the next one. Uh, I, I, he lost me when he said Usyk was like top something. I'm, I'm yeah. <laughs> I stopped even listening after that. Uh, CYP. Yo 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 yo. I, I want to drop this real quick fact. When Chocolatito got beat by by Wangek, Wangek was on a three year. Win streak, 15 wins, 15 knockouts. He beat Chocolatito not once, twice, and knocked him out. Nobody was calling in talking about he should be pound for pound number one because he beat ESPN's pound for pound number one. Keep your criteria the same. That's why CYP be on it. Now, when it comes to the pound for pound top five, 
Crawford number one, Canelo. I got Wilder because weight is about pound for pound. Fitz and Mikey are my top five. I don't. The other ones I'll read down, but I do got Jamel and Jamal in my top ten, and also got Loma at eight. You can't take away what Loma has done through the weight classes because it's about how good you could do with the bigger man and how good you could do with the great smaller man. That's what makes you pound for pound. When Bruce Lee created it, that was the point of it. Pounds, pounds. How much? How big you are? How 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 good you are against big dudes and great small dudes? That's what pound for pound is. Y'all could, y'all got to get your criteria together so y'all can. Cut it. He just canceled out his own point. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> what do you mean the bigger dudes and the little dudes? So who's the heavyweights fighting bigger? Isn't they all heavyweight? Anyways, just move on. This. I hear you. Sony, Cincinnati. Just listening. Steve, Chicago. In my town up in town. Hey, Daddy. This is Dollar Beat. I drink soda. I eat pizza. I hang out with chicks all day. You fight still can't beat me. They fighting every day. They ain't in the gym every day. Just give me six weeks. And I got this. Boxingwords.com. Yo, good morning. What up? What up? What up? What up? You know, we got to take some people back in time. If uh, this win that T.O. did, this would have been like Canelo beating Floyd when they met. Okay? So people people got to think about that. Uh, they, you know, whether we like it or not, that's the way, that's the way, you know, it was portrayed, you know. Uh, so really, if you look at that, I got Canelo one, I got T.O. two, and then I probably got Fury three, and then maybe I got I don't know after that. It, it gets mumbo jumboed after that. But those are top three for me. Uh, that's how I see it. I put the heavyweights into pound for pound. We shouldn't. I see everybody's ranking them now, even the uh, the bigger media outlets. So for me, that that's how I got it and. Uh, Pretty much after those three that, that, you know, you can put whoever, you can mix and match, kind of. All righty then. Uh, looks like CYP with a counterpunch. Francis, 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 Francis. The heavyweight division has the biggest weight discrepancy of any weight class times 10. You could be 201 pounds and fight a dude who's 300 pounds. Do you not know boxing? Like, I ain't got on your head because, because I personally don't think you worth it. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't want to jump on you. I like you. But, my man, if you don't know that a heavyweight could be a small heavyweight and fight a giant, then you have never watched boxing in your life until you got on this show. Wilder is not the same size as Fury and nobody's metric. Now, on the football field, the basketball field, the tennis court, no sport of nowhere in life are those two dudes close to the same side 220 versus 270 cut down to 270 cut down so fury weighs like 300 pounds on a regular my guy cut it out see what out that's exactly what i'm talking about i'm just piggybacking off your argument you said that fighters who move through weights get more of a higher ranking on the pound for pound list than fighters who just stay at one weight and dominate and get all the titles like a terrence crawford like you put in your list. So I'm saying heavyweights don't move through weights. They just fight dudes who 
are different sizes, just like every other weight class. But that's neither here nor there. I we we agree to disagree. It ain't nothing to it. Let's keep it moving. Nice, right. what up, Chief Red or Chief? Yeah, Chief Red Four says, "How fury over Joshua though?" Thinking emoji. Uh, boxing expert says, "Great fighters start early. Look at the greats." Shout out Canelo who started like fourteen and shit, uh, fifteen years old as a, as a pro. Uh, we also got a cash app from Jemmy who wants that T.O. champ. Feeling like Mayweather They calling me a prospect But I know I'm way better Moving up, man, I'm too big for you featherweights In and out the rain, niggas violate We demonstrate The city full of them bright lights I'm always ready on fight night Speed bagging and pad work Running miles to my calf hurts They ask about the place that I grew up Chicken check, man, I'm fresh out the sewer Swinging like Wilder, switching my doula Had to make something out of my new Niggas high ballin', way out the budget Can't get a fight, competition keep ducking Forcing me to move up and waiting Put me in the ring with the champ, knock him out, it ain't nothing We used to get our food with them stamps Out here running miles when I cram I'm working hard, put that on guard I live my life like a champ, yeah Live my life like a champ. That's fire as this shit I'm smoking right now, man. That was, shout out to the, to the champ, man. That's that was fire. Um, I got to my 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 uh, since pound for pound is so fictional, it's just I usually have like a top three, and then the, the rest of the seven are kind of like interchangeable. You know I mean, like uh, if Earl was to beat uh, uh, like a Crawford, even though he hadn't moved through divisions, I'm gonna move him up. Because he's beating guys that is doing that. 
So, and then if he go to 54 and become a champion, then you would be like, yeah, that's number one type pound for pound stuff. Which, if T.O. would have beat a Devin Haney and then move up and beat a, a like a Taylor Ramirez type, no doubt I could be like, oh, yeah, that's number one, number two type work. Right now, I got Bud and Canelo number one and two. And that's, it ain't, it's not a myth. Cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it. Super yeah. chat, we Yeah, got... I, I was going to get to them. You got them? Uh, I'm, I'm refreshing from, if you got it pulled up. Yeah, I got them from Boxing Expert. I think that's the last one we got. Great fighters start early. Look at the greats. And then we got right. sarcastic sarcasm that says these pound for pound lists are insane. It's Canelo and Lopez at the top. Third is Fury, and others ain't doing what none of these guys have done. Keep smoking, crack. Okay. Okay, Boston Jared with another one says, T.O. beating Loma is not comparable to if Canelo had beat Floyd. Floyd yeah. had two top five pound-for-pound pound scalps on his resume. Hernandez, Corrales, Loma had none. Two top pound-for-pound pound scalps. Loma had none. Loma didn't. I can't even. Well, I'm sure Rigondeaux was on the pound-for-pound pound list. Somebody, Supermax, help me out. I'm sure Rigo had to be on the pound for pound list. Had to be. Yeah, Rigo had to be. Rigo had to be. Come on, man. He's that dude. I mean, I ain't saying he was top five, but he was up there. He had to be top ten. Rigo, come on. Come on. Anyway, going out to Jay Will. What's up, man? Jay Will. You alive? What's going on? You just listening from work today? You busy? All right, we're going out to J. Will in Ohio. What up, Chip? Yeah, man, just uh, what's up, man? Good show, good show. I, I just got to keep it. I got to keep my energy the same, man. And, um, <coughs> yeah, I wanted T.O. to win, but, um, you know, even though I wanted him to win, I can't make him number one because when Andy Ruiz... When he beat Anthony Joshua, he wasn't the number one heavyweight to me. When Buster beat Mike Tyson, he wasn't the number one heavyweight to me, let alone yeah, pound Yeah, yeah, pound. yeah, yeah. But, champ, you're mixing two different things. Being the number one heavyweight and being number one pound for pounds, two different things. Two different but I'm saying, things. Though, I'm, but I'm saying, though, like, if you – Mike Tyson was the, the dog of all dogs, and we already know that if you beat Mike Tyson, you should be up there. But he, Buster Douglas wasn't even the number one heavyweight, let alone pound for pound. So that's what I'm trying to say. It's not – Yo, I, you don't, I, I, I don't like the comparison because the heavyweight, you could be knocked out. T.O. went out there and outboxed the man that they said that he could only knock out. You understand what I'm saying? Tell him again. They said the only way he was going to win it was by knockout. He went out there and did the do. He showed you. I'm on that level. I am that right. dude. Call me but, but, Mia but, Fimo but. in the Matrix. But let, let, me, let me finish this up. But the reason why they don't make those guys who beat the, the guy at the time uh, pound for pound or the number one guy because normally they'll turn around and lose that very next fight when they got to fight that same competition. So look at Buster. He lost that very next fight. Um, who else? Look at Ruiz. He lost that very next fight. So it's you don't become the man. It's because you beat the man because normally you you were that big of an odds of a underdog because Bruh, you you're not really Loma in the rematch? You picking Loma in the rematch? No. I didn't because he ain't losing <laughs> the second one. He going to beat him to the body make him bleed blood. I said that wrong. Make him piss blood. 
<laughs> but yeah, that's my call though. That's my call though. All right. Nah, but for real, man. Yo, second fight, man. If Tio don't want to take, I got news. Take... I got news. I got news. What up? What up? What up? What up? What up? I got news. So, um, the Ring Magazine. Mm-mm. Let me tell you. They updated. Hold on, let me tell you. Hold on. They, hold on. They no, wasn't no, 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 no. You asked me about the Rigging Dow. Yeah, um, yeah, where he yeah, was on yeah. a pound for pound list, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is in uh, 2017. Uh-oh. 2017, the Ring Magazine had Ring it down number three on the pound for pound Ooh. list. Had Gennady at number one. Ow. Had Terrence at number two. Damn, long time. Yeah. Terrence been up there for a minute. That's two, what, uh, two, two, three years already. Sheesh. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for ESPN, um, ESPN had... Lomachenko in the number two spot behind GGG, and Rigondeaux was number seven. Well, Rigo was there, man. That's all that mattered. I knew it, man. That's a pound-for-pound win. You can't, like, yo, I picked Rigo, man. I thought he, you know, I thought the the weight discrepancy. I know a lot of people in retro say, oh, you're crazy. By the way. A lot of people in retro say, oh, you're crazy, oh, you're crazy. But, again, I seen flaws in, in, in Loma. I didn't believe the hype ever. I picked Salito, and I was right. And then I picked Gary. And, you know, I still want to do a film study on it. I can't find a tape, man. I want to do a film study on Gary Russell Lomachenko, man. I Let's know, do it. I've been waiting to do yeah, that. I'll it, find it for I you. I can't find, find it. it. Yeah, find a tape. Find a tape. Listen, I'm not saying Gary won. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not even saying it was close. Uh, I just want to rewatch it. You know what I'm saying? But I did pick Gary. But, you know... Um, at the time, that was for a vacant title. Gary wasn't yet a champion. Gary has gone back on to become a champion. And um, that win is also strong for Loma. Strong. You know what I mean? Uh, but we are going to Boomerangs. Chill, I mean, I'm coming to you. Coach Myers, uh, tell him I got to go to you first because you always letting me know that I, I, I skip you. Boomerang. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's all good. Hey, get Jim at my boomerang. He said, give J-Mac his boomerang. So, J-Mac, talk to us. Hello? Y'all can hear me? We hear you. Yeah, um, uh, I'm, like I said, man, uh, shout-outs to Teal. I was uh, surprised. I do agree with you. Like, I was one of the ones that thought he had to knock him out. I didn't know if he could outbox uh, Lomachenko, and I guess I got caught up into the, the white height. And what have you. And then uh, Tia Fima was exposed on so many levels in that fight against um, only so many mediocre things that uh, Tio beat him with. The way Tio be- beat him was, was mediocre in the Philly shell. Like I say, hand speed and reflex. Or as my Andrade pick, we um, talk about what guys who move up in skill sets. And last time I checked whether we agree with who he fighting or who not fighting him because you did have somebody on here. Cut it. Cut it. See, the issue with the Andrade Dream Mac is that these alleged skills, he's showing them versus dudes who are tremendously underskilled compared to him. I think the last competitive fight he was in was Willie Nelson. And Willie Nelson is I ain't gonna it's I'm not gonna say historic. I'm gonna say Willie Nelson is like It's just, I think it's been reported, you know, that he doesn't have good camps, right? Like, he had issues. Who was who was Kelly Pavlik's trainer? Oh, my God. Youngstown, Ohio trainer. Come on, Ness. Come on. Come on, Ness. Oh, my God. Oh! 
Oh, this dude, yo, this dude used to have so many Ohio fighters, man, back in the day. He's, uh, I don't want this to come off uh, sounding bad, but he's a white guy. Oh, my God, I can't believe it. But anyway, that was Willie Nelson's uh, manager, trainer. He would take dudes in the house, you know what I'm saying, who he believed in that were inner city, uh, you know, guys, and they had issues. He would bring them in and take them to Youngstown and, and, and build champs, man. And, and that's when Willie was at his best, but Willie had an issue staying in shape. Um, you know what I'm saying? Hey, 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 Coach Myers with the super chat. He says, Willie Nelson did beat Harrison, though, Ness. And you hear me giving Willie Nelson credit. I Jack, just said. Dude, Jack Lowe. Jack Lowe. Jack, Jack Lowe. Lowe. Jack Lowe. Thank you. Uh, I just said that that might arguably be the, the most competitive fight he was in, champ. Like, that's the, that's the dude with the most, you know what I'm saying? Like, recognition, even though he himself was always in the issue, like he had Lou DeBella, Jack Lowe, it was mad stuff going on, man. So he never really got the like, boom, take off. You know what I'm saying? He never got three good fights in a row or three good camps in a row for that matter. But I ain't mad at you, J Mac. I'm just saying it's arguable for me. I'm not doing our test. Uh, if it wasn't for this win and him beating a dude that was so overly hype and, and, and taught up to be the next, taught to be the next, uh. Uh, touted, excuse me, to be the next Ali, and and they 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 do all these comparisons to the defense. Then I wouldn't be going this hard. Y'all know, y'all know, I don't even deal with pound for pound. Every time somebody want to talk pound, that's who you got. I say I don't deal with that. But this is a debate, and, <laughs> and, and 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 right now, you know, he beat somebody that people thought he couldn't beat unless he could do it only by knockout. So I think it's time to give him that respect at least. And it'll last for a few days. Then, you know, he's got to go ahead and, and, and sign up for his next fight. But, you know, he did the unthinkable, man. They said it would only be via knockout. They tried to put him in the punches category and say he only had a punches chance, man. Um, but we got another he's gonna get out. He's going to get out box, champ. He's yeah. going to get his ears boxed off, man. He's the greatest thing since yeah. sliced bread. Yeah. So all of a sudden... He and hot I, knife going and that's through my butter. Issue. That's my issue. That's my issue, right? Like, the world would say, oh, he's he's pound for pound, one, two, or three, arguably. He's one and two with Crawford. He's one and two and three with Canelo. And now today, it's like, oh, man, he was overhyped, man. Oh, man, come on, man. But when I would say it, oh, Ness, you disrespectful. Oh, you disrespectful. You got a European bias, this, that, and the third. So now he beats this guy, and everybody want to brush it off. Boston Jared with the Super Chat says... Akakov was in a competitive fight with Billy Joe Saunders. Selecki went life and death with Jacobs. Andre watched both of them. Yeah, man, I hear you, Boston. <laughs> Very close to uh, Massachusetts, <laughs> Providence, where Rhode Island, where Andre is from. I hear you. You in your feelings right now, champ. All of a sudden, Akakov, a.k.a. Wolverine, is a good name. Because he gave Billy Joe a good fight in a loss. So I get what you're saying. If you want to say, yo, Andre has showed levels. He's fought common opponents with other people and separated himself. I won't argue. But then he's also had very sloppy fights. I just can't see him. Brother, with the mistakes I've seen him making versus the Keelers, the, 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 the Fox, he, he destroyed Fox better than Liam Williams. Uh, you know, but. He's made some mistakes, man. Keela, most definitely. And uh, Akinwande is where I know I'm pronouncing that horrible. You know, he 
he's been getting fatter, as Teddy Atlas likes to say, with his punches. And that's probably because he thinks he needs to sell out for his network. You know, maybe maybe they're like, yo, if you get a few knockouts, we'll push the Canelo fight. And maybe that's why he's overcommitting with some of those shots. But if you don't believe that, if you don't think I'm being honest, you think I'm making that up, well, then, like J-Mac likes to say, uh, you don't, or, or CYP, like told uh, 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 Francis, you ain't watching boxing because my man is over, his back foot is crossing his front foot. He's mm-hmm. all, you know, it, I don't know. Look, I can't do this. I can't do this. You don't, you don't believe it? It is what it is. Uh, we're going to uh, Boomerang. I mean, what up? So, yo, let me just throw out my, my top five. I'll do my top five pound for pound. I got Bud, Canelo, Teal's number three, Wilder, and Manny, right? I put Wilder the heavyweight on the list because if Wilder went down to cruiserweight, he'd kill somebody. You know what I'm saying? Better yet, if he was at 175, I doubt he can get his body down that low. But, I mean, come on, he'd be the man. So, got him on there. So, boom. Let's talk about it, too, what happens with these pound-for-pound lists. Just beating the guy, like I said, non-transferable. Buster Douglas beat Mike Tyson. It don't matter what you do. It matters what you do after that. So, he got the greatest upset, but he's not even known as a great heavyweight because he didn't do anything after that. So then you take somebody like 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 uh, uh, Tio. Um, that's why I said yesterday. Even if you put him in there against Gary Russell, which again we want to do the film study. Gary Russell ain't no tomato can, no matter what we think of his fucking alligator arms or his infrequent fight schedule. That fight after, if he washes, imagine if he washes Gary Russell, or if, even if he hurts it, then you could say, all right, maybe he can peak towards the number one. You know what I'm saying? The reason why some people have their opinion about either. Uh, Danny Garcia or Bud Crawford is after unifying at 140. Remember, they did the. Cut it. Cut it. No, 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 no. Next caller. <laughs> what you mean? What you mean? Damn, you just shut it down. No, 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 no. Next caller. Wow. Uh, let me get to this real quick. Quick message from Vazil. Vazil. The fair shake talking to you, but let me talk some. Let me let y'all know. I want to thank the whole hood who came out here. I love y'all. I did this for the hood. Y'all know I beat that boy. Y'all know I beat that boy. They trying to, what they trying to do is they trying to get that motherfucker. I beat him. I beat him. I Yo, beat somebody, that boy. Somebody, why they voiceover, uh, that was a clip of Lomachenko and his post-fight interview with Mark Kriegel, but they did a voiceover of Adrian Bro. <laughs> so if you're watching this on YouTube, you got to see that little, yo, the internet is undefeated. Boomerang, real quick before we go to you, we got Majid in Orlando with a do. Majid, just listening, going once, twice, my jean bed, Boomerang. Um, hit the thumbs up, like the show, subscribe, join Patreon. Uh, this is the best boxing show on earth. Y'all have a good day. Real quick, we got a cash at from Sony in Cincinnati that says his top five are Bud, Canelo, Spence, Fury, Joshua, 
Tiafimo Lopez. Sony, you talking? Cincinnati, you just listening, going once, two times, Stone Bone Boomerang. <coughs> Whatever. <clears throat> yeah, yes, um, yeah, T.O., he's moved up on my list. I probably got him about, since we since he's in the same division, I would put him uh, right around where Earl Spence at, you know, guys who unified, they're unified champions, not yet undisputed. And they basically dominated the division they in by beating Lomachenko. So I would put him about probably around six. I would have Earl about five. Uh, I would have my top is Bud, then Canelo, interchangeable, however, yo, whatever your uh, bias is. <laughs> you get, and that's everybody ain't wrong when you be having. Hundreds, you done had hundreds and hundreds of fighters and managers and promoters and all of these pe- fans. And you, and when you ask that question, it's about 60% of them say Bud, about 40% say Canelo. So if everybody just crazy, we're sorry, Ness, maybe because we ain't Latin biased. And there are different sizes. Look at Ness competition in Border Wars. Ness 6'6", six, 6'10", six, six, and them guys, he was fighting at six feet. The heavyweight division varies. Wilder was 209 pounds fighting a 300. That was He was 270 at weigh-in. So what do you think he weighed at fight night? Fury was probably 290. So there's a big discrepancy. So heavyweights usually don't make the list, but they are fighting ranges. It's not just one side. You might make the scale at... There you go. I like the argument, but the only issue uh, is actually coming from our co-producer. He's saying that that, that the the CYP argument is that Wilder belongs in the list for fighting a dude 270 pounds, but he lost. You know what I'm saying? Had he beat, then I guess it would be argued differently. But I get CYP's argument because Wilder's also fluctuated, you know what I'm saying, in weight. Uh, and giving up weight to some of his opponents. We got a ca- uh, counterpunch from Amin, New Jersey. Talk to us. Oh, shit. I think he's gone. My bad. All right. Uh, so, 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 looking like, looking like, looking like that is everybody. And I'm gonna refresh over here. Final thoughts. Alright, so before we so before we go then, I'm just gonna say like the reason why I said no, 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 move on is because I'm tired of people saying like, okay, you have somebody that has accomplished and achieved a lot of things. So if you haven't achieved a lot of things, you probably won't know what it's feel like for somebody trying to knock you off in terms of take your position or where you at or try to you know succeed more than what you have done so far, you know what I'm saying? And that's how it is. Lomachenko went out there and did it in 15 fights. Yes, he did. He's a two-time Olympic gold medalist. Yes, he is. You know what I'm saying? His amateur record speaks for itself. But you got a young fighter that has done what he has done to put himself in the position to take on the quote-unquote the man, you know what I'm saying? And he put it on the man at his own game. So right now, when I'm saying this win is going to be significant in his career, no matter what happens in his career. This win's going to be significant. But for right now, he the man. Mm. The man. Real quick, talking about people being the man, uh, we got a few people we need to shout out. 
Ringing the bell one time, or should I say the horns one time for James <laughs> Payne Lethal, who signed up to Patreon and paid for the whole year. Doomy ain't here to hit you with the cha-ching, man, but shout out to you, dog. Shout out to you. He just said, man, we we knocking this smooth out. We gonna hit you with the Mario Brothers coins. You know what I mean? <laughs> shout out. Speaking of paying for the year, stick. Talk boxing. You know, he always super chats and says, yeah. Well, shout out to you. You just became a patron for the year. Yeah. Yo, we appreciate you, champ. For real. For real. For real. Because listen, you know, your patronage is going to get it done. Like we said, we flying Francis in. He's going to be debuting on Border Wars, not as a participant, but as the man behind the camera. Bringing you all them angles, the behind the scene footage, everything that will be Border Wars out there. Uh, but yeah, man, um, catch us on the next one. We are doing Untitled tonight. A lot of important information going to be discussed tonight on Untitled concerning this particular week. I want to say shout out to Muhammad Badarui. Baduru. Baduru. Because <laughs> I didn't want to just say Muhammad. We got a few Muhammad's chant, but shout out to you. Also signed up to Patreon. You know what I mean? Thank you guys for helping us continue to reach that goal. Uh, look, it feels like forever. I ain't going to front. It feels like forever. We've been trying to get to uh, a specific goal of uh, 100% on Patreon, and I'm, I'm trying to get there now and see. It used to tell us what percentage we're at of our goal. Can't find that this just this minute. Let me see. Yeah, no, I can't. So, all right, can't tell you that. But uh, we want to get to 100%. That's all. And only you can help us with that. The same way only you can help us with gaining these subscribers and getting to 117,000. We got a counterpunch from CY. Yo, yo, I want to end on this note. For all of y'all who uh, have discrepancies about Wilder, I want to ask y'all a serious question. If Wilder versus Yusuf was made for the undisputed Cruiserweight Championship, we all know Wilder can make the weight. If Wilder goes down there and beats Usyk, which y'all know, which most of y'all think he can, think he can, would y'all then say Wilder's pound for pound number one, two, or three? Just be real. Because you know he can go down to Cruiserweight and be undisputed champion. And he's already been heavyweight champion of the world. Stop it. You know it. And if you can't answer that question, honestly, don't answer the question. But if there was $20 million put up for that fight, because it got to be worth it, you know Wilder's going to be undisputed Cruiserweight champion. Cut it out. CYP out. CYP, thanks for calling in. King Amin, uh, I don't know, JT confirmed. JT wanted to give you a counterpunch. Go for it, I guess. I guess y'all talked. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yo, Francis, you, 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 you bugging. So now, now we can do this thing. Yo, you bugging because I just made the point. If Usyk, nobody put Usyk, and, and CP just said, nobody put Usyk on a pound for pound if Wilder can't be on it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't about Wilder. I'm just making the point of, yeah, you could do it in your division, but that's why I don't put Triple, triple G on there. You can't be stuck at one weight like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, like and, and if you can move the weight, I'll give you that. Usek, nobody put Usek on their pound for pound if Wilder can't go on a pound for pound then. 
I agree with that one hundred. Well, I don't. I don't even agree with that. I don't understand but, what that but means. But at the same time, Usyk was Usyk, a cruiserweight. But go ahead. Usyk man. moved up. Wilder got to move down if you want to. Like I don't know. Like I, that's it. You know, or or the only argument is what CYP is saying. Like, oh, he's giving up weight. But like, other than that, you know, the only way to, you know, like or dominate, which he was on his way to doing. But there was two other people claiming that status, and he has to beat them. In a, and then it's like you pound for pound because you you got ten defenses and you beat everybody in your division. But it's it's hard to say Usyk's not pound for pound when he cleared out the the, the cruiserweight division and now moved up. Now, if you want to say you want to say wait, I mean it's it's hard because undisputed gets you basically pound for pound. That's everybody's argument for 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 Crawford. So. Yeah. It's hard to say you 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 can't put Usyk in there. But anyway, I'm out. Catch us on Untitled. It's over. Arrivederci. Peace.